with your hosts, Mr. Snippets. <laughs> I don't have a problem with him, but I don't think he's that in a bag of chips. Black Girl Marvel. I cried laughing. That was hilarious. <laughs> Tyler Makes Films. That was like our favorite movie for some reason. I mean, it was really good. I enjoyed that movie. All the movie things. I think the thing I why I enjoyed it more too was the fact that we were going to talk about it from this perspective. The pre-review with Blind Biggie. Hey, this is Blind Biggie. Welcome to the pre-review. And me, the real study movie voice guy. I'm the real study movie voice guy. Let's go to the poster wall. Another edition of The Real Study. My name is Mr. Snippets, and with me, as always, I've got Black Girl Marvel, I've got all the movie things, and Tyler makes films, and we are here for an all-evil dead takeover. Let's see if we can survive the evening as these deadites come after us. And uh, everybody's seen these films except for Black Girl Marvel. Is that right? Am I crazy? No. no I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The okay. only one I had seen prior to this or the only two was army army of darkness and then the evil dead remake oh okay i've never seen the first two well then that's pretty awesome well we are going to be doing evil dead evil dead 2 army of darkness and evil dead as you can see the remake from 2013 all listed there and let's move over to the poster wall and say hello we've already got a bunch of people in the chat saying hello saying hi to everyone and we are going to get right into it. Uh, we got four movies, and they're all connected, which is great. So it's going to kind of bleed over. But hey, that'll be fun. Uh, that said, so since you have not seen it, I'm going to let uh, all the movie things start with Evil Dead. I would love to get your initial take on that. And then we'll do the same thing for Law and Evil Dead 2. So, Brian, go ahead and tell us, what was your initial thoughts of Sam Raimi's Evil Dead? Um. <laughs> that I'm I'm just surprised I'm going to be pretty harsh on it I guess but I'm just surprised that there was an Evil Dead 2 I'll just put it at that uh, <laughs> no. and we got and, the, and then we've gotten what we've got I will say it was very different than what I was thinking like because the very first movie I'd, I'd ever seen was Army of Darkness that was my introduction years ago you know and um yeah, it's 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 to me anyway. It's not the Ash that we know and love. There's very little like levity in it. Um, it's it's a pretty straight up horror film, you know. And I was looking for all those little things like, uh, just like where the classic Ash things come from and where those other like none of that was really in it. Besides what he's wearing, you know, he's always wearing that blue, that blue kind of like denim shirt. Um, I will say they really did a great job of trying to like work with what they had. You know what I mean? Like even like, and like you kind of have a sense of like how many and just how small this film was just by how quick the credits roll. Like there's not, <laughs> there's not that many credits, you know, you're like, Oh, and the, the, another interesting thing too was like, so the person that shot it, who was essentially their DP, he doesn't have, it doesn't say director of photography. It doesn't say cinematography by it, it says, um photography and lighting by and i think i have a theory that that is because it's so small he didn't actually have a full-on department that he was mm -hmm. in charge of so they really didn't give him like a full cinematographer credit but which i totally understand that i've been like my own gaffer and you know grip and everything before on 
on projects before. So, um, so I have, I have a feeling that's what he was doing. Like he was doing a little bit of everything on this as far as the camera and lighting was going. But um, also it's fun to see Joel Cohen's name in there. This was like, he was like an assistant editor on this, like the Joel Cohen. Yeah. From the Cohen brothers mm-hmm. was uh, <laughs> this was like an early thing, which is weird. Cause it's only three years before blood simple come, came out, you know? So he like went, went pretty far from after this. I think he worked on dark man. Also mm-hmm. he had, he did something on dark man, which is another Sam Raimi directed thing. But um, yeah, it was very different than, than I was expecting. Um, but, but yeah, I, I can appreciate a lot of it. Like I, I will say it, it was, it was kind of rough to get through. Um, but if I was to rank them, this might be my like lowest ranking one. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Lala, what do you feel about Evil Dead 1981? Okay, so I got high when I watched this and <laughs> uh, it's probably nice. the preferred method. It was the <laughs> it was the funniest thing I watched. Like I was cra- I was cracking yeah. up. Okay, I already told these guys this, but I, you know, want, want everybody else to know. So, I'm from Michigan too. So knowing that like Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, Ted Raimi, you know, Rob Taper, like the, I think Rob Taper too. No, Rob Taper is New Zealand, New Zealander. But like just to know that those guys were like from Michigan, they were like, they were, like a crew from Michigan. They created like this, this small film that like some, whatever, however many years later is now like a thing. It's like a cult classic. It's like they started off with this little idea with like I'm pretty sure like five to a hundred dollars in budget. Like it was like it's it's very low budget, but they but they made like they made it work, you know? And so like as an aspiring artist, that's yeah. like very like I love that. Like I, I love that. Oh thanks Betsy. <laughs> um I uh I love that. I love that about this film. Like that's like my favorite thing. Like the whole time I was laughing, I was laughing at all this stuff. I don't even think they meant for me to laugh, but I was laughing at all these <laughs> things. And part of me was still like very proud to be like a Michigander. Like I'm never really like I'm always trying to get out of Michigan, but I was like watching this film very proud to be a Michigander. Um I thought it was funny, even though I know it was supposed to be funny. It's like straight up horror and I was like, "Oh, this is what everybody's been telling me." This is why everybody was super excited about Sam Raimi directing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And I didn't understand why, because I've never seen any of these films. So I was like, okay, I mean, Spider-Man director is doing it. Like, calm down. Like, like I didn't I didn't understand. <laughs> and now I understand. Like, I watch these films and I'm like, oh, he kind of let me down in that movie. Like, he still, he still let me down, even though I've never seen it. And now seeing his films, I'm kind of let down for Doctor Strange. I was, I'm, st- I'm like severely let down now. I was like a little let down. Now I'm like a really let down because I'm like, you had all these things that you did when you didn't have a budget, and now you had a budget. And I was like, where are the things? Where, <laughs> where's the, the the imagination and creativity that you? I think Marvel really like, just like shoved you it know, up. Like something, <laughs> something happened, man. Something happened. Um. But I thought these films were like very funny. I thought like um I I do think some of the scenes were like too long. They played too long for some of these scenes. I was like, how many times deeper are we gonna go into this hole before you try to scare us? Because it was just too much. It became so like I I was like I was like nervous at first, but then it was so much that I was like, all right, just 
pop up out the thing so I can get to the next scene because it was like they went on too long and I know he was just trying to like stretch that stretch that film out stretch that like he tried yeah. to get every every morsel he tried to wring that towel dry like he was trying to get every juice he could get from it. and I respect that too I thought I honestly thought the acting Bruce Campbell to me maybe it's because I'm a fan of his already that when I look back on this I could see why he's Bruce Campbell I can see why he's but but it's like but it's like have the chin can, then no like like yes so like maybe that's like a, a reason why when i watched this i was like oh okay like he's pretty good and like the the guy who plays scotty is pretty good them women were terrible i said Lord. until they were in makeup I, then they were great my gosh i was like it because honestly okay this is no offense i know it's some diehard evil dead people in there i love that evil dead now too though like they could be terrible, but they could be great at the same time. I'm the person who liked the Super Mario live action movie, so like, yeah. so that should tell you something about me. And so, um, but like, they, these women had to be chosen for like because they were pretty. But my God, I was like, why? I was like, the girl was looking like she was like looking in a hole. She was like, no, I want to go. Yeah. I want to go. And I was just like, I. <laughs> we need to cut because this is not working for me. I was like, this is not working. Um, but uh, I will say this though. It's, it's one of the funniest things for me about this film is just how I hope Brian comes back. I don't think he appreciated what I said. Um, <laughs> one of the funniest things for me about this film is that like it was serious. That's the funniest thing to me. That They, they were like, mm-hmm. we are going to make a hardcore horror film and i just cracked up laughing the entire time i was just like so the fact that it kind of transitioned into like this comic horror thing i really feel was the right way to go because <laughs> i was like i'm not even in like the later like even in like the 2013 one was not scared at all i was just like it was nothing scary about that. It was interesting to watch, but there was nothing scary about it. There was nothing scary to me about any of these films, but they were very entertaining. And I enjoyed the entertainment factor. I don't watch a lot of entertaining things anymore. Everything wants to like either educate you on something you don't really care about or just talk you over the head with some stuff you don't really care about. Nothing is just like, I'm going to give you this for pure entertainment. And I feel like that's what Evil Dead is. Mm. All right, because they're all, right. all the same. They all the same. They ain't changed up the, the style at all. They're they're all the same. Yeah, one and two literally. But you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tyler, what did your what was your take on Evil Dead? Was this your first viewing of the Evil Dead? No, so this was my third time. So I also decided to mm. watch it very enhanced per se. Um, <laughs> it was a great time. Um, Bruce Campbell, like. I don't know if this is gonna people are gonna this is gonna upset people. I think he reminds me of like like a Charlie Chaplin, like the way he can like that. command the screen kind of thing. But he also reminds me of Nick Cage a little bit. Like hmm. <laughs> I get that too. I'm not even I'm not mad at none of that. Right? That's yeah, all nice. Really like, Charlie yeah, Cage out here. You know, Charlie Cage. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I I love films that like, especially when it's like that tight of a budget. And you can you can tell there's that hunger for trying yeah. different things oh, and yeah. making everything work. Um, I still get I know it's like an iconic shot, the one where like they zoom through the forest and stuff. That gets me every time because every time I think about it, I'm like, how the fuck did you do that? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Like how, I was just thinking yeah. that too. Like literally right. watching this 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 one. Yeah, it's like every time. Do you know how they did it? Because I I forgot to look it up before the podcast. But I so as far as I know, it, it was Sam with the camera on a stick running and twisting it back and forth. <laughs> Quite literally, a lot of that film was that kind of stuff where they yeah. were just honestly throwing that stuff at each other that. and running at each other. Like yeah, yeah I noticed. That. I noticed. I don't know if it was the army. I think it was the second one. It was Evil, Evil Dead Two because Evil Dead Two leads into Army of Darkness. Right. Yeah, it was like, like when he was directly. laying on the ground, he was laying on the ground, he was like getting sucked into the portal. Um, and like the hands are coming up and he's trying to like, you know, he's like holding himself. I could literally tell it was just wind, like like they had like a fan on him, it was blowing, and they were moving the camera like this to get the feel that he's like mm-hmm. being dragged. And I was just like, That's cool. Like I could see right through it, but I was like, That's <laughs> yeah. cool. I was just like, I just thought it was cool. But continue, Tyler. Go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah, I I love I think I, I I still like it a lot. Um, I don't really I don't even know if I can rank all of these movies to be honest because they're all kind of like one huge movie because they're all like bite sized right. too. They're only an hour and a half maybe each, which I love. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it made it easier <laughs> yeah. to watch these. Um, I I think leaning into the absurdity was part of the horror aspect. So like I I dug whenever they would take extra long because it is kind of like comical how long they would take on certain shots where they're like going into this hole. (laughs) It's like and sometimes maybe they won't even reveal anything, which is dope too. Like, <laughs> that's my favorite. Yeah, when like that yeah. one demon was like dying, whatever, I was like, hurry up. Like <laughs> yeah, it kept no, melting. It kept melting. No, yeah. No, God. that was the longest scene of all time. It was the yeah, longest scene. It felt so I was just long. like, I was like, and then it was like clay part claymation. If you if you watch it twenty times or so like myself, it becomes a little faster because you're ready <laughs> for it. So it's not so bad <laughs> once you've seen Evil Dead a few times. Oh my god. Uh so what did you have more, Tyler? Because if you have more, I'd, I'd no, like I was it. just okay. like, it's the joke. It's the joke that someone tells, and it's not funny. And then the more they tell it, you're like, okay, now it's kind yeah. of funny. Like, right. Yeah. Right. Um, so this is actually Evil Dead 1981 is actually the second film Bruce and Sam made together. They actually made Within the Woods up there in Michigan, which is a short mm-hmm. film. And that actually inspired them to go ahead and try to make this full length feature. Uh, so you should check that out, Law, just in case you wanted to. You know, it's terrible. Like, no offense, Sam, but it's 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 pretty awful. I'm sure um, he knows. I'm, I'm sure he does, too. And I'm sure he oh, even knows yeah. Evil Dead is awful because he remade it and then remade it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, he he understood um i think one of the things i noticed this time around for myself and i couldn't give you my initial impression because it was back in the 90s that i saw this the first time but i love that he took all the rules of cinema for horror and or for just general cinema and threw them either out the window or went to the full extreme so like the lighting was fully extreme or he'd tilt the camera or he'd do all the things you would want to do to make people uncomfortable and he did it completely like with every shot once everything started to get going and I don't think you see people taking those kinds of risks because most people don't want to watch the camera, you know, at this angle all the time. It's it's a little too much. Um, or even like some of the shots where he'd come down from above Bruce's head and then pan down and things like that were just they're meant to make you uncomfortable. Um, but in a way, they're just more jarring. Um, but they're meant to be because the demons are after all these kids and trying to kill them. Um did you guys notice the necklace that he gives Linda in the first one carries yeah. through the entire yeah. series, except for mm-hmm. Army of Darkness, yeah. um, right. which I thought was kind of neat uh, that that carries I was through. Like, I was like, this gigantoid necklace, 
what are we doing? I was like, what are we doing with this? I was like laughing so hard at that necklace. I was just like, I right. some fun bits like, just okay. for the just for the sake of throwing them out there. When he shoots the when when Bruce or Ash shoots the shotgun out the window, it's a real shotgun, uh, and he's shooting a real bullet and. This was, of course, not a Hollywood production, uh, and they had the crew off to this side while he shoots that way, just to make sure he doesn't hit them. But that's how kind of guerrilla, uh, you know, warfare style filming they did. Um, but yeah, I, I could see why, Brian, it. why you were like, how did they get a second one? And I think it's because people laughed at it, because people had the reaction that Law had, that people kind of demanded more, like, can you do more of the, like, that funny horror movie? And he's like, it wasn't meant to be funny yeah it wasn't funny (laughs) (laughs) so i think he just leaned into it on purpose besides he's a he's a like professed fan of the three the three stooges and as you watch two in army of darkness you can absolutely tell that he's a fan of the three stooges oh my Um, god when he's like they're doing the whole thing like the whole like and then he was getting slapped by everything from all the hands and stuff like that but then they'll still like shove the fist up his throat and like make him all like like and that's gross so like it's gross and slapstick simultaneously which is pretty pretty can i just say can i just say sam um as a woman as a woman i i don't appreciate the woods raping anyone i don't appreciate yeah. any like it was a, 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 yeah. a girl got raped in like every film and i was just like yeah basically yeah uh we gonna keep this going okay because like the first one was showed so, it less and less they yeah like they got yeah. like the first one was like uh, yeah i was i was like whoa i okay. was like I was like, did she just get raped? Yeah. Like, did she just get raped? Essentially. And then by essentially by yeah. a tree. By a demonic Woods. tree. I was like, and not polite, like not just not politely. Just... It was very, if I'm being totally honest, because I've been down these, I've been down these slides. It was very Japanese hentai-ish. It was mm. very, very mm. bracing. Very I was like, well, geez Louise. And then like slowly but surely it got it, it they clinked it up a little bit. But by the time we got to the 23rd one, 2013 one. 23rd one that's hilarious when we got to the 2013 one <laughs> that one was like i was like don't go i was like don't do what i think you're gonna do don't because when she yeah. spit it up i was like nah they ain't gonna do it. it's 2013 i was like nah they're not gonna do that and show enough yep. they shoved that thing up her vagina and i was just like <sighs> all right i guess that's the only way to possess a woman i guess because which i don't know what you go on the backside with dudes like but you're not but you're not showing that but all right all right child I was like very, I was very disappointed at that. But again, it's it's 1981. Like sensibilities and sensitivities are way different right. throughout the years. So I was like disgusted. Then I was like, I know what year it is, and I kind of just like moved past it. And I still enjoyed the films, but that was just one aspect that I was just like, Ugh, we yeah. could have did without. We we, yeah, you could have been more creative than you know. It is one of the reasons it got an NC-17 rating, and it is the only one of the four that has an NC-17 rating, although the 2013 has an uncut or an unrated version, which is, I hate to say it, but more gritty than the one you saw, uh, which is like, wait, huh? Uh, uh, Is that why the first one's hard to find, like, a place to stream it? (laughs) It might be, because it is technically rated NC-17, so. Yeah, Yeah, probably. But then it reminded me of, um, it reminded me of Xena Warrior Princess, where Gabrielle gets raped by a demon. Then she gets pregnant, mm. and I was just like, "We we we needed some ideas, huh, guys?" We just decided to take that little chestnut, <laughs> and it just made me it just made me think of they're all connected. I was just like, "Ah, I was like okay." If you think about evil, though, 
and evil being the epitome of evil. Mm-hmm. Rape is an evil thing, and it seems like right in the wheelhouse of a demon. I'm not saying they should do it, but it does fit the the or the antagonist without a doubt. I mean, no, it makes perfect no, for, sense that it would just destroy every well, sensibility Zena, of were, life. No, not Zena, in Xena. I'm saying an evil. Day. No, 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 no. I know what you mean for evil. Day. I'm just saying yeah. though, like in Xena, it was done in a way for there to be like an antichrist type of thing. Like, like that's why they did it. It was like I understand why they did it for that. It's like like a. But also, I don't know. It's just—I get you trying to smooth it over. It's just still—it was just. No, I'm not trying to. I'm just saying, if if your brain is trying to go to what's the most evil things you can think of, those—that's definitely going to come up. Now, whether you should still decide to put it into a film is a totally different discussion. But all the things that are done to these people are pretty awful. Dismemberment. You can still put it in a film. It's like, how much do you show? Right. Right. No, for sure. Like, I don't think Sam Raimi had like an extended conversation about it. He probably was like, "Yeah, that's evil. This is good." Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Especially in the no, first because, one. Right. Yeah, yeah, because in the because like honestly, in the first one, it was almost pornographic. It was mm-hmm. almost like it was a porno. Mm-hmm. Like they shot a porno. Like it was almost mm-hmm. pornographic because like she started, she was screaming at first, and then she started moaning as though she enjoyed it. And I was just like, "That's not what you want." I was like, "That's not." That's not what you want. Because in the last one, in the last one, when it happened to her, like she screamed like bloody murder. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like she screamed like bloody murder. So to me, that I was like, okay, that's like a it's painful. This is a thing that's like being ha- like the first one made it kind of sexualize it. And I was just like, nah, we we don't we don't need to do that. But we can get off this topic. But like like I said, I still enjoyed the films. That was just one of that was just one aspect that I was like, we had to carry that throughout the whole series. We did not have to yeah. do that. Cause in the cause in Army of Darkness, the girl was like like all these chicks just they had no tops on. It was all like all titties out and just getting raped. And I was just I know, like, I was like, okay. where did they even come from? <laughs> no, like, yeah, no, yeah, like, like, yeah. Like, where did those girls come from? They're in a great just chained up, like, just chained up girls, nipples <laughs> out. You just like, okay, yeah. where did you find these women? It's like okay, and that's but that's how it is. Every movie had a nipple. I, I think except for the 2013 one. Every movie had a nipple <laughs> right. except for the 2013 one. You might be right. Yeah. Nip- oh, I'm correct. Nipple man, Ramey. Yo. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious um, I mean if you think about it Spider-Man you know in the rain nipples up they was now, okay, so <laughs> how about we use that as a great way to segue to Spider-Man we'll, we'll get off this subject for just a moment uh, as you said so did you notice if you go back and now rewatch Spider-Man 2 the whole Doc Ock scene in the in the actual uh, OR when they're going to rip his arms off. It's all Sam Raimi's Evil Dead, like shot for shot, every oh, yeah. part of that entire sequence. So you need to go rewatch Spider-Man 2 Law and check that out because you're going yeah, go, oh, to go, oh, I see I like, exactly I like, I where all this about. came from. So I don't know what you talk about, sir, but I probably will now and be like, mm, well. Yeah, it's all those <laughs> oh, crash zooms yeah. and. No, you know, when he was stuff, zooming like, yeah. to people's faces, like <laughs> zoom. Or like that classic shot of him whenever he says like groovy baby like it's like always like yeah. down here it's like down it's like a nice well like an an army shot. of darkness you can really see it when he's like when he's building his hand it's all like all that like every time they grab like oh a they tool, do it like extra boom, too yeah like, yeah <laughs> it's so awesome yeah 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 lots of zoom <laughs> just, and I was just, I just thought it was so funny that like <laughs> that like I do like the fact that Ash isn't spared like I do okay on one instance I feel bad for Ash. 
Because if you take this as like a continuity type of thing, like if you see him in the first one, how young and innocent he is, and then he gets so jaded by the time he gets to Army of Darkness. He's telling yeah, people yeah. to stop effing touching him, and he's like, shut up, get out of the way. He's like, you calling them primitives or primates or something like that. He's just so <laughs> fed up with he life. Them, yeah. He's just so fed up with life, and he's just like, yeah. I feel bad for him because he's he's he got tossed into this thing. Like, he was a curious little kid, which always happens. Curious little kid, and then like, all this trash just started happening to him. And it's like, and then you think about like Ash Ash versus Evil Dead. Then you think about the TV show and you're just like, bro, just can't get away no. from this life that he did not ask to be in. Like he just can't get away from this life. And it's just like, I felt really, I was like, I felt some sympathy for, for him. But also I just thought it was amazing that like, he just became like this expert fighter. <laughs> and it was just like and it was just like you really weren't fighting like that hard it. you really wasn't fighting that hard to just all of a sudden know how to karate chop we don't know his background though we don't know what he decided to do you know post-college <laughs> like we don't the know the fact that he macgyvered I mean, a way to put this 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 chainsaw on his hand was downright hilarious that in the in army of darkness they was like no, 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 no. He read chemistry books and stuff like that. He know how to do stuff. It's cool. Yeah. Like, this is Magic. why he knows. How, just like he just knows how to do stuff. Oh, yeah. You and Mitty. You and Mitty will He's a yes, classic. He's a classic movie hero. He does not need to be shown on screen knowing these things. He just knows them. I love. So. I loved every. I loved every minute. I thought it was just so funny. Anytime he did something new, wherever he was, mm. I thought it was downright hilarious. Because how are you in the medieval times and you create like. A robot arm like i was just like yeah. okay just so awesome. i was like okay i was like if i can enjoy fast and the furious i can enjoy this just saying not only yeah. robot arms but made out of just armor and leather so yeah like a blacksmith made yeah. the damn thing like yeah. but then he noticed he built a screwdriver to like actually yeah. screw, like that blew my mind Mm-mm. so that was, was giving me straps. that was giving me like um tony stark tony vibes. stark vibes yep yeah. totally yeah uh, um going back to the first film um do you guys think that the makeup was too much or do you think it was the right amount for the film at the time at the time Uh, i think it was the right amount because it's 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 it was a lot like he did some twisted stuff like he did some very elaborate like cheeks hanging type of thing mm -hmm. and i think with the budget that he had i think he did just enough because i think he spent the rest of the budget on like fake blood sprouting everywhere so like i think he did the best he could (laughs) yeah what do you think tyler when did um the exorcist come out 72 73 okay early 70s yeah i mean i thought i mean that's what it reminded me of is like some of the special Mm -hmm. effects from that so like i was like no this is this is good this right amount. It's evil. Yeah. It feels evil. For the time, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure. I know you're a bit of a naysayer on this particular film, Brian, but what did you think of the makeup effects? Um, I I mean, you could see it like kind of just falling apart in spots. Like there mm-hmm. one of the actresses was like screaming and moving her mouth a lot. And the application was actually lifting up. No, oh I saw that. Mouth. Yeah, yeah. It was like rare. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, like I don't know. I, I just wonder <laughs> if like yeah, it it looked like it was really heavy, like it was very thick. So right. I wonder if they like could have like pulled it back a little more, mm-hmm. you know, and Stretch maybe not put so bit. much on there. But um, because like in the beginning when you first see the first demon, it looks really great, you know, and it's not like super like goopy or like thick or you know maybe mm-hmm. that's what he was trying to go for. I don't know. To me, it, to me, it looked like it wasn't supposed to be there. It reminded me of like because I did a I did a zombie film before where you would use that thing. Oh, I forgot what the makeup was called, but then you would use like 
uh, paper towels and like yeah. constantly that thing would uh -huh. like flap up. So that's all I kept thinking yeah, of was yeah, like, yeah. that's, that's a paper towel, isn't it? The little <laughs> trick. Yep. <laughs> so there are moments in this film where you can, you can see the like hose, you know, like the actual like garden hose that they have for like spewing blood. Uh -huh. And um, there's yeah. a lot of that if you look. Uh, and Raimi has gone, you know, ragged, you know, raked himself over the coals many times for a lot of those shots. Yeah. Uh, in two, you can see through the ceiling on a few shots because they're moving the camera so much that you yeah. see they're on a set. But, you know, these are, you know, these are things that I think make the film kind of magical in a sense because you you're you get to see a little behind the curtain uh and, and even makes it a little easier to to digest if you will um, you can see it on screen though too as far as like how it's progressing because because man like so i watched these in kind of a weird order just because like out of necessity so i watched evil did two first and then i watched army of darkness and those are like, you know, right up next to each other. Even between those two, Army of Darkness is like 92. Evil Dead 2 was like, what, 80? 88, I believe. 87, 88, yeah. yeah. And uh, the budget between just those two, just looking at the armor mm -hmm. of the folks in the end of Evil Dead 2, and then you look mm -hmm. at the armor in Army of Darkness, you're like, whoa, it's like, they had such a bigger budget in mm -hmm. Army of Darkness. Like, it was crazy. Plus, they had Universal backing them. Mm -hmm. and which was like oh, oh there's a story bruce campbell talked about that but we can get to that an <laughs> army of darkness but um but yeah just the budgets like you can see just the progress the progression of like mm -hmm. filmmaking technique oh and, yeah and budget yeah. just like just across, i mean dramatically different yeah. from each film it's so right. crazy yeah yeah and it's like they all use some of the like they all use like the same tropes of the of the of the original of the 81 one like so it's like oh yeah every oh, yeah. every they film kept that yeah. every film always had like some chick getting possessed somebody levitating somebody cutting off an arm or a body part or something like that uh -huh. like it was like a lot of things that like Especially with the last one, like the first one, the last one links sync up very well because of what they because of mm -hmm. what they are. It's like a recreation of the first one, but they all have those yeah. same tropes within. Like they all had those same tropes. Like anytime, anytime I was watching it, I was like, I knew, I kind of knew what was happening next. I was like, oh, he's lingering on this. He's going back and forth because somebody's going to pop up here, and then it happens. And I'm just like, because I've been <laughs> yeah. watching them, I watched them in succession, mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. I saw because like the first one and the second one that shouldn't even be a part two because they don't even. You just remade the same movie. Right. <laughs> you, know, you was just like, I got, we, to got like a, we got two hundred dollars more. So yeah, like exactly. <laughs> like I'm trying to add a little more time, maybe, but like yeah. I'm trying to think of like because he cut the fat in the second one. He yeah, cut, no, like exactly. the first one was a lot of exposition, a lot of building these people. Yeah. The second one, they got right to the cabin, right to the dying, yeah. right to the cut. Like they got right to. I was like, we oh, he wastes no more... time. A little more of that comedy and that levity mm -hmm. in the second one. Yeah, in the know? second like, one, yeah. Yeah, but I'm like in my head too. After watching like the order that I did, I watched the first one last. Um, I'm like thinking like, what is Ash, what is going on in Ash's head in number two? Like, shouldn't he be see? like, see, uh, this this is already happening. Before. I said <laughs> this. <laughs> so. Like, I, there, I said this there's two things <laughs> there's two ways you could approach this either it's a soft reboot which Raimi specifically said it's not it or is. i know i agree I but again at the very end of one ash is attacked by the evil dead and for all we know it attacked yeah. him and went with him as well to the cabin and he just never remembered because it wiped his memory he would never know i mean you could easily just retcon that and say it um, right i mean i thought about that too but i'm like but 
but when wouldn't the demon be part of him still like we never see him turn into a demon two times know, I mean, that's in evil dead 2 he turns into in... a, a deadite twice yeah he does twice yeah. right but like not in the beginning like so right I mean, wouldn't he? No, be... no, no. I get it. I get exactly what you're saying, though. Because it's like, like when you yeah, just when just you just like... be evil this entire time. Right. But it, honestly, it was a soft reboot. It was li- because like, <laughs> and I, I want feel, Sam Raimi, yeah. and I want Sam Raimi to admit this. Like, right. I love you, Sam Raimi. <laughs> I would love to work with you. I would love to be on the cast and the crew, whatever it is. But but admit that this was a soft reboot because this literally was shot for shot the same movie. The only thing you did was cut I mean, three people from got it. A seller, like yeah, you cut like... three. People well, he cut three it. people out of the beginning. They came in later. It's still the same well, amount yeah, of people, like, ultimately. It's still the same amount of people, but I'm just saying, you cut you cut three people, so you made it so that they focus on these two people at first. You made it so yeah, this house yeah. was already a lived-in house. You kind of gave it a thicker story, as opposed to just being like, we're going up to this cabin and do this thing. Yeah, but played then, more with the lore of the book. Yeah, with right. the, you know, with yeah. a little bit. And well, and so, you could like, tell I, he was planning was a, the sequel. You could tell. Yeah. And it was like, and it was like, and to me, because like, I thought it was, I just think it's very funny that it's such a wild story to take it from like this grounded place to be in like we got transported through time and i was just like <laughs> i know, just like i was like wait a second so bonkers which is but i still I en- but i still enjoyed the aspect but i just thought it was yeah, just crazy no, totally. because but it's just like storytelling is storytelling i guess so you can just like you can go wherever your mind takes you and i actually dig that about it because yeah. it's like i honestly feel like 2013 was kind of like a weird reboot but continuation as well too because mm-hmm. they walked in the house and it was like the same stains from like the first one was in this one, and I'm just like, so we ain't gonna connect these dots. I really was sitting there the whole time, like, so when was is Bruce Campbell Michigan? gonna? I'm like, when is Bruce? Yeah, because it's still she had supposed a to take place on. in the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she had a Michigan right. shirt on and everything. So like, part of me yeah. was like, where is Ash? He has to pop in somewhere. Right. Did you stay for after the credits on 2013? No. Oh yeah. I didn't know there was some after credits. There's a stinger scene yeah, for just cool. a split okay. second. I'm about, go, I'm about to go. I'm about to go silent. I'm about to go to YouTube. I'll be right yeah, back. Yeah, you should watch this thing you're seeing. It's important. Um, so I think with these, we should just we can rate all of them at the very end. Uh, we'll just flow right into them. And so we've kind of covered the first one. We're already kind of starting on the second one. Uh, but this was your first viewing, uh, you said, Brian. But I wanted to get Law's kind right. of impression. So we'll start with Tyler. Was this your first time on Evil Dead Two, or are you like me and you've watched all of these before? I've watched all of them before. So the second one, I don't know. I watched it when I was younger, so I don't remember a whole lot of it. And I was in and out because yeah, it was a wild yeah. movie, probably. <laughs> like, um, but watching it this time, yeah, that was my first thing. Was like I was so confused at first, but I also realized the part. The reason why I like these movies too is as soon as they introduce the time traveling aspect, where he goes back in time, there's a portal. The way I see the movies, I'm like. I mean, they can just easily be like different dimensions. Like these are right. all, we're all peering mm. into totally different ashes, totally like, different yeah. worlds. Yeah, Ash like, 2.0 or Ash 616 right. versus 868 or whatever. So the whole time I'm like, I mean, Sam Raimi, like he literally could say anything and he's, he's going to yeah, get away totally. with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> a live a live reaction from law there about the stinger Damn. scene yeah so it's not much but it's something pretty good yeah um, anyway yeah that's that's it like i thought it was i thought it was better than the first for sure right. um, yeah yeah uh, yeah it, it felt like the movie that he probably wanted to do before yeah he did that, i so. agree i agree with that law what is your too. initial impression of evil dead 2 okay <laughs> We'll come back to that stinger scene. 
I know. I'm sorry. I'm like literally about to cry because of that scene. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. Okay, so you did to <laughs> you did to you did to um. If I'm being totally honest, I was watching this movie and I'll go. I'm I'm like. This is the first one. I was like, <laughs> I promise you, I yelled that out of my living room. I was like, this is the first one. It's just shot in Technicolor. And, and it's like better budget and better angles. And you're going a little bit more in depth into this like storyline or whatever. Yeah. Um, I will say this. In these movies, everybody is so gung-ho. Like people protect each other. I'm just like, that's nice. Um Cause when they saw Ash, they attacked him immediately and tossed him down the cellar. I said, yeah, "Well, yeah, yeah. I said yeah, Ash just damn. doesn't have." And then to be in the third one and get kicked down a hole, I'm like, he does not have the greatest look. <laughs> <laughs> like poor Ash. But um, I like the second one because I believe I feel like you ever know. Okay, like TV shows have like pilots, and their pilots. No, I thought it's sometimes their pilots are filmed like months, maybe even a year before they get picked up. And mm-hmm. so that's why sometimes people's pilots and then like the rest of their seasons are so different or discombined or shot different. One of the ones that's coming to my brain is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like if you watch their pilot episode and then you go to their second episode, you can see the you can see a huge difference in like mm-hmm. production, how they set up things, lighting, like all like everything. And to me, I felt like Evil Dead, the Evil Dead was like a pilot movie mm-hmm. I feel like it was a pilot film and then evil dead 2 was like this is what i was trying to do the first time yeah and because he had a bigger budget he could kind of like elaborate a little bit more but he could also cut the fat on some things <clears throat> um and i just love it how like everybody always comes on ash's side and they're just like protect me <laughs> <laughs> like they always get ash to like protect them um, and I love that his name is Ashley. Like I just want to throw that mm-hmm. out there, it's just in case nobody knew. Mm-hmm, I'm just playing. Um, but I love that his name was like I love that his name was Ashley. Um, I just like like dudes who have girls' names. I think that's so cool. But um, but I don't know this this film was like I don't know it was a little meatier. You could tell that the um the effects were a little bit better, even though it was like yeah dead 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 zombies like bones. Cause like even in I think even in like no no this is a third one in the third one you could see like some people were in the bone suits and you could see yeah the like, like suits <laughs> and then some yeah. was like CGI like if you couldn't see their eyes if you couldn't see the black they were they were they yeah. were CGI but if you could see the black they were a person like I was like cracking up at that um, but the second one was I I enjoyed it I enjoyed I thought the acting was spot on I cracked up when she died but then she came back to life to say those last couple of words and I was just like <laughs> thanks sis. I appreciate you because we needed you at the end there. Um, it was just, it was just, this one was more comedic for me because, mind you, like I said, I was high watching both of these. Well, I was high watching all of these. Uh, <laughs> we're going to call it Space Bay. So, watching this one, um, I just thought it was downright hilarious. Like, I was like, it, it, they lent more, they leaned more into the com- comedy side. And I dig that. I like loved, I was like, this is, this is where you need to be. This is, it, you know, this was this is season two, Agents of Shield. You know where you are now. You know what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Like you make sense. You make sense now. And so, like, I like that it got. It makes me want to watch Ash versus the Evil Dead. It makes me want to watch the like the like the, I think um, like Ash versus Evil. I think that's like the movie that came out or something. Then like the TV. So show. there's. I want to watch. I want to watch all that stuff. There was like Ash versus Evil Dead. Rises. Yeah, Ash versus Evil Dead uh, is the show, three seasons. But then the mm-hmm. Army of Darkness was originally titled Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness, but they yeah. had to change that due to Universal. Yeah, um, Universal. 
Universal's yeah. like, nah. They should have nah. called well, it Medieval Dead. Like that the was, whole, it was the right whole there. thing behind the Army of Darkness title was Universal was trying to bank off of it. They they figured like, oh, not a lot of people have really, you know, in the larger spectrum of an audience have seen the Evil Dead films. They don't know what those are. So mm-hmm. they're trying to like jumpstart this whole thing into a new kind of thing, assuming new generation. Yeah. So people could freshly come into this one, not having to have been like, that Oh, do sense. I need do I need to see those other Evil Dead films? So I just call it Army of Darkness. It worked. Like, yeah. No, totally. Because I had nothing about I was, the Evil Dead films. I watched Army of Darkness first. at first. Yeah, that was the first one I ever watched too. <laughs> yeah, uh, because of what it yeah. was, and because it was slapstick. Because it, does, it wasn't as gory. Yeah, and well, and it does work. Like you don't have to have watched the other two films to no. totally jump in Army of Darkness, which is no, like because they genius. he he reboots it in the first one. Like he he kind of yeah. like I mean he recaps it. He recaps it in the first. No, one. totally. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This like, is what know, happens. He, yeah. But again. They also put in both of the scenes because, like, at the end of the first oh, yeah. one, you mm-hmm. see him scream in the woods, and then in the second one, it picks up with him screaming in the woods. <laughs> so, like, he talks about that in the third one, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "Well, what does it mean? Isn't it?" Because, like, now <laughs> the way my brain is moving, I'm like, if he could jump time, if somehow these things can move him through time, then did they wipe his memory, or was he just in an alternate universe that he just didn't know what was going on? Like, I I took it as Evil Dead, like the Evil Dead happened, and at the end they they put him in an alternate universe where he went through it all over again. But it was like it was like a multiverse. It was like some of the things were the same, but now you got new people that you haven't seen. But before. it's still so Linda, have, still his girlfriend Linda. No, 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 it yeah, is. But, but it's like, but it's I, I just huh. some. But again, some things stay the same, but right. then some things right. change. Like some, you know, different people, different, or they change. And I can't wait till we get to Army of Darkness because I think it's confirmed to me when they have three Necronomicons and I'm like, okay, so there's alternate. Yeah, universes. Like, yeah, <laughs> has to be. Has to be okay. Yeah. So me Brian, and on the same page. So, what so. was your initial impression of two when you when you sat down to watch? it this time um definitely it's, it's so weird because i saw it, i saw it for this viewing i saw it first and this is the first time i had seen it too so so it was interesting to see like knowing because i've seen armory darkness like a lot like quite a bit <laughs> and i've seen the, the evil dead remake <laughs> and so so i was thinking about army of darkness the whole time i'm watching evil dead too i'm just like okay i can see we're starting to see like and that was something that I that I was that I don't think I mentioned about the first evil about the evil dead was it wasn't really like Ash like to me it wasn't the Ash mm-hmm. that I know and love you know like where's that attitude you know and that like cockiness he has um but then like I was the, like really happy to see like okay that's it's this is kind of like where it's kind of starting mm-hmm. and it was interesting to see a little bit of the history of like the book and how they're delving into that a little more um i still felt like there was still some bits that could have been trimmed up and this one i still felt like there's some things that were a little long that kind of drug on uh but but even then it was still a short pretty short movie like these are all short um but i I definitely would say i enjoyed it more than not that i didn't enjoy the evil dead but it's better but it's better yeah yeah. (laughs) it it definitely is like cleaned up more and like his poor brothers in that that damn 
demon suit that the, the henrietta so suit gross. yeah he, yeah he forced ted into that suit oh god yeah, yeah no. and like, ted complains honestly, about that still to this day BTS like, of them like opening up and like dumping like, sweat out of the yeah no he's like, just yeah. soaking wet gross. in there just yeah. soaring over him like yeah <laughs> yeah i thought the makeup effects were were like much better in this <laughs> one and uh just Poor Bruce. I mean, they put Bruce Campbell through. My shit. God, yes. Everything like so just get, let's just how wet and gross can we make Bruce Campbell? Oh yeah, and no, then, that's like a, it's like a mainstay. If you're gonna do an Evil Dead movie, you're going to be put yeah, through get, the ringer. And like, then next, and then yeah. next scene, he's fresh, fully clean. Yeah, you know, it's like a little. He can just wipe his face and he's <laughs> yeah, fine, right? Just got a little spot. This here. is yeah. this is what I this is what I realized, right? They realized that Bruce Campbell is a handsome man. He still is to this day, actually. He's a handsome man. So what they do is they highlighted like good parts of him. Anytime blood spurt on his face, like if it covered his face, the next scene it would be a it would be a line here, right? A, a little line right, right, right. Yeah. and then a line up here, maybe like some little some little sprays. But they yeah. always highlighted. They always highlighted always like his a like low kind of angle his, shot. Yes, yeah. his strong part. Right. Through his face, showing his yep. jaw. Like <laughs> even when he was like even when he was cut, he was cut here. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, totally. I was All just like, y'all know his angles. Get his uh -huh. angles yeah. correct. Yes. Now, something I want to go over with Bruce is that this film is primarily him for a huge chunk of the film. So he is yeah. acting yeah, by yeah, himself yeah. with the camera, and the camera is, of course, the deadites in a lot of the case uh, where yeah. it's yeah. chasing him around. And I love the one where it's chasing him around the room, and then he disappears, and like the demons oh, like yeah, confused for a yeah. moment you know yeah and then he mm -hmm. ends up down in the cellar um really my favorite scene in evil dead 2 and this is this is my favorite of the four films without a doubt i, I absolutely adore this yeah. film um is when he starts to go mad because he's dealt with himself in the mirror oh, and then yeah. the freaking deer starts to laugh right yeah. and then the lamp <laughs> the lamp starts to bob the up and jam with him no, yeah. and they stop uh -huh. Oh, oh man, God. that is gold. That is, I laugh still to this day every single time. Like, yeah. they, they did such a good gone. job. I was yeah, no, so gone was really, during that scene. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yo, he's losing it. I'm losing it. Oh yeah. And it's just that when the lamp did the whole Pixar thing and it linked over, I was like, I'm done. I was like, I'm done with these movies. <laughs> it's so <laughs> like, funny. Now the other, the other good one is when he's fighting his hand, which is such a strange yeah. comment to make. Yeah. Uh, he's fighting his hand mm -hmm. and he finally like watches it get caught in the mousetrap and it flips him off. If you listen really carefully, the hand runs away, goes, son of a bitch. And like yeah. says yeah. that to him yeah, as it yeah, runs yeah, away, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is so great that the hand can talk. Like, why not? Yeah. You know? Um, but the it, hand is yeah. a demon. So it's should be able to talk like it's the spirit of a demon. So like to, to me, to me, that made more sense than how he jumped from the first one to the second one. <laughs> That's great. That's so great. Um but I, I love that Raimi will lean into the puns. He'll lean into the stooges, you know, the whole ash breaking all the plates up. You know, that's Bruce Campbell just breaking plates over his own head, dragging himself yeah. across the floor. I'm sure somebody was helping push him. But what a G um, the entire time. Right. And, he, you know, and he did such a good job. But I believe that hand was possessed and that it wasn't his. Um, talk about good yeah. hand acting. Like, really? Oh. Um, also, it makes me think about like that movie Idle Hand. I wonder if they were like, he, they were like, watch Evil Dead 2 for some inspiration. No, no doubt. That movie like, definitely picked up. Yeah. Um, is it the third one? I think it's is either this one or the third one where like 
he sees he sees himself in a mirror and then like his little bitty selves pop up out the mirror. That's in the third one, yeah. That's in the third one, Tiny ashes, yeah. The moment I thought the moment I saw that, I thought about Gulliver's travel action. I thought about little government. Yes, little government travel. I the the moment I saw that, I thought about um Pirates of the Caribbean when that happened to Jack Sparrow. So I was like, I was like, are they inspired? I was like, were they inspired by this? Because it was very very oh, yeah. similar i was like that's mm-hmm. very similar yeah I, I think jordan peele did a nod in us too with the the reaching out of the mirror choking ash like oh. immediately yeah. i was like oh yeah that's right that oh, was a, a well done scene in evil dead too because it is a different actor that we that yeah. is right. to our back and it is bruce totally. campbell in the mirror yeah, yeah. Uh, or the fake shimp as uh sam Raimi would put it Listen, um, all yeah. those little ashes they were not all the same people they were no yeah all... they were all fake shimps <laughs> and they did that on purpose yeah. you know they, they, they made so them funny. all to look like bruce as best they could nobody quite looks like bruce campbell um i want to say there's a i want to say bruce campbell does physical comedy like that a lot like i want to say that there's a scene there's a thing in xena warrior princess where he like his he he fights himself or like he's possessed and something happens oh i think it is like xena possesses him and he's her for a minute so he's like he's like he's like playing lucy lawless playing a spirit in his body so like he's fighting himself so it's like he's trying to walk another way, but she's trying to force him another way. Like mm-hmm. he does physical comedy like very well. I don't he think he gets a lot of credit for it though. So, yeah. yeah, he should. Well, like, especially I, in this I movie. was, I was just mentioning Briscoe County Jr. I was a big fan of that show when it came out. It was like a show in the '90s. Um, it was short-lived, uh, but it was a western, and he played Briscoe County Jr. And there was a lot of physical. It was very much up his alley too. It was a Bruce Campbell, mm. very Bruce Campbell thing, and it was like action western. He was kind of like a ladies' man, but there's also like this weird sci-fi element to it as well. And it was just a, it's a, a unsung gem. Like people really need to like check that one out if you can. But yeah, a lot of physical stuff he had to do in that as well. So there are. Yeah, I mean, we know that he's a physical comedian, no doubt. But I would still argue that the most underrated bruce campbell role has to be when he plays elvis in bubba hotep uh he does such a spot-on job have you guys not have none of you seen bubba I've hotep, seen bubba hotep. I'm okay. not a, i wasn't a fan of bubba hotep but you have to say his yeah. acting as elvis was a little over the top but he he does oh yeah and he's playing elvis elvis in like a retirement home right <laughs> you know like so it's elvis it's pretty, elvis it's, and jfk are fighting a yeah, mummy. yeah yeah it's pretty crazy like yeah uh, yeah, and he's, and he's great in it, but yeah. like I, yeah, the whole film itself, I wasn't, I just couldn't jump on. That's Maybe, fair. I mean, I watched it a long time ago, though. Never so, seen it. Yeah, seen it it's definitely worth checking out just yeah. to see like how bonkers it is. Has but... Bruce Campbell ever worked with Mel Brooks before? Because I feel I don't like think so. That would be the. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. That would be the perfect mix. Those right. two. I just like <laughs> no, totally. You're talking about Blazing yeah. Saddles, like That'd Western. Be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be totally up his alley. Right. He would have been a little a little young for Blazing Saddles, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, Mel was basically kind of tapering down as Bruce was rising. So um, right. it's a, it's a shame they didn't work together. But it's not to not to go too far aside, but he does have some amazing roles even outside of the Army right. of Darkness yeah. series, yeah. Uh, Evil Dead series. Um, I mean, who could forget his riveting role as the you know pizza ball guy in Multiverse of Madness? I know. It's the best part of that movie, I think. Yeah. No. <laughs> now, what about him as uh, as um, you know the ringmaster in Spider Man or 
you know, or, the, or, the, or the concierge of the movie tone. right, right. <laughs> or the restaurateur you know the host and you know in spider-man 3 um yeah that's just sam you know sam has always ensured that bruce shows up somehow even in dark man which was mentioned earlier originally sam yeah. raimi wanted bruce to play the lead role but the studio was like no you're gonna take you're gonna take liam neeson uh and then yeah. at the very very end of the film spoilers for those that haven't seen it but dark man's you know Woo! you know whatever um yeah you do see bruce campbell for just a minute as dark man's disappearing into the crowd that's like his new face um also jill is, cohen's wife yeah. is in that and jill cohen worked on that as well oh yeah, yeah. so anyway you know, just a little bruce campbell movie. aside yeah. um so one of the things I mentioned off camera before we started the show was one of the ways they got away with not having an NC-17 rating in this because you got women dancing around with their own heads and you've got some pretty over-the-top grossness, uh, you know, eyeballs flying through the air. It's the yeah. fact that they were able to, because they were still using hundreds, if not thousands of gallons of blood, they were able to get away with it by making all the blood variety of colors. So there's green yeah. blood yes. and blue blood and purple like, blood and black blood. And, yeah. <laughs> Which is great, and it depended like, on what he was attacking, green? right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, why is it green? The body is a person. I was right. like, What's happening? But again, but I can watch Fast and the Furious. Okay. <laughs> I can just, yeah. I can keep on trucking with these movies. It was fine. Now we could talk continuity. Obviously, between one and two, continuity gets weird because we've kind of discussed that. But even between two and three, the continuity gets a little. A little weird because at the end of two, as he attacks the demon or the demon comes in and he sees the giant head, mm -hmm. he goes gray. But in three, he has no gray. Did you guys oh, catch yeah. that? That's right. His hair. Yeah. He's, he gets these gray streaks on the side. Oh. Yeah. And then when he's. I yeah, mean, he's old man. Time, he's not. He's getting older. He's not gray anymore. But it was like the, sh you know, shock gray that people get that you've heard about. Yeah. You know, it was like that. Uh -huh. But then it just disappears for the third one. Uh, now he, yeah. like, has it. Like, that's, like, really I mean, what he looked like, which about, was cool. But... You can talk about how yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of the second one, they were all happy he was there. They were like, praise him. Yeah. Right, right. He's, right. Like, he's like, like, no. he's like, no. And they're yeah. like, like, praise him. And then by the time the third one came out, they were like, put him in chains. We don't know. praise him yeah, anymore. Right. <laughs> like, uh, I've, okay. He's one of Henry's men, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are like, they doing? Right. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, Author was a dick. That's all I'm gonna say. Arthur so there is a rumor, and I don't know if I've ever confirmed this. This would be the time to confirm it. La loves looking this stuff up. So as I say it, she'll probably look this up really fast. So apparently, there's supposed to be Freddy's glove in the cabin of where he creates the chainsaw, you know, and cuts the the sawed off shotgun uh behind the door oh. is supposed to be freddy's glove because originally with the whole freddy versus jason thing they were going to try to bring ash in as the protagonist against the two of them and there's <laughs> actually a comic book that, ash yeah. versus or freddy versus jason versus ash there's two graphic novels that actually has them all fighting and they're very expensive and hard to find these graphic novels yeah. because they sold nobody bought them obviously um i do huh. have a few issues to show you guys i should have pulled them out for this episode um but that was the plan but it's always about rights you know it was hard enough for them to get freddie versus yeah. jason you know oh, on screen yeah. and getting ash from a totally different universe yeah. in was almost impossible but they tried to look, look oh, through these little morsels travels he time travels <laughs> right right so the comics also, are great though is, because they go really is, in depth uh to some of the stuff of the glove hanging at the door when he walks through the door right when he's like looking for the pictures in the basement i mean when he's looking for the booklet the book the book pages there's freddie's glove is the number two yeah yeah oh. number two okay. yeah 
So it might yeah. be worth just he, he, grabbing that yeah. scene he, to see. It's, just, yeah. it's the scene where he's already downstairs and he opens the door and he steps through and you see they have that shot of his hand clutching the papers. His You can see Freddy's glove. Like, oh, man. Right yeah. So a little no. fun. It was like Deadpooling before. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, be cool. Yeah, in a sense. We were shorthanded. We should have got that. Damn. Yeah. Sam. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen the glove, the hand find the glove and then attack him with right. Freddy's glove. That would have been <laughs> pretty fantastic. Glove. Or honestly, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even want him to attack it because it's such a slapstick thing. I would love for the hand to see the glove and be like, like you know, like <laughs> that's great, like a, like a mentor type of thing. Like you're Finger the one, <laughs> almost like yeah, a you know, hand like, bowing or something. Like oh yes, yes you it's know, like, yeah. like something. I would I would have liked that. Yeah. yeah. We could have gone for a thing like thumbs up, maybe. I don't know. That yeah. might have been cool. Yeah. You no, know, I, I like all of that. Um, I still think the most iconic scene in the film is without a doubt when he creates the, the puts the chainsaw on his own hand. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. classic, Listen, you know, him, groovy. Yeah, yeah. Heard him just went down to that basement and MacGyvered the mess out of that. I was like, Listen here. I, <laughs> I'm like, How did you, how did you finagle this? I know the brain moves when you're like under stress, under pressure. You're like, things connect because there's been times where i've like i've had really good tiktok ideas and i was high as a kite so i know the brain works <laughs> in mysterious ways but i was just like how did y'all figure how y'all figure this out and then, I then mean, I feel like, he even had that little thing yeah, on his shoulder to, just to start out. it like, <laughs> was like oh, man. i was like i thought that was reasonable like how did damn we connect these dots <laughs> i was like one and yeah. two and five. I, mean, I was like, I didn't know how to. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, how yeah. did he not dull the chainsaw, making the shotgun shorter? And that's what I'd like to know. No, what I would like to know is how in an army of dark, dark darkness. I must say, army of dog, darkness. Darkness. My acting thing is slipping, slipping in. I have rehearsal today, so I'm like, darkness. I have a character where I talk very droll. Um, but I don't know how in the army of darkness, like he run out of bullets. Oh no! In fact, he had a double barrel shotgun that shot four or five times. Like, (laughs) that's intentional. That's intentional. I was like, "Sir, I'm like at this point, Ash Williams is magic. He has to be magic." So I have a theory about that. I was waiting for that to kind of be brought up. So he is a superhero. And the reason he's a superhero is because he became a deadite and overcame it. He was able to. Out, oh, yeah. he got away from it, so he becomes it twice. The first time he gets thrown into water, and then the yeah. sun makes it go away. The second time, he literally just has to figure out how to get away from them and become ash again. Yeah. And I think that's what makes him be able to karate chop and have unlimited ammo and so, become ash. What you're saying is, Daybreakers stole their cure for vampirism from, <laughs> <laughs> from demon. in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sam Raimi is a he's cutting edge, like he really, you okay. know, he's ahead of the game, right. yeah. He's he's yeah. he's hands above everyone else. Yeah, that was too much. I just, I just again, I just felt, I just felt real bad for Ash. I was just like, bro, can't catch a break. <laughs> he's like, he's just, like, I want my whole thing was this too. Why you want to go home, bro? Like you don't know what you're going home to. Like everybody you know that is dead, right? Like, no one's no gonna believe your story. No one's going to believe I mean, that you were attacked. Even by though you do have a a hand. For- it was, Still, they you know. can lie and be like, "You just did this." They can be like, "You did this because you didn't want to yeah. get caught," even though that's drastic. But still, yeah. I would have just been like, "You know, so you got a nice little, you got Miss Honey." You know what I'm saying? She, Miss mm-hmm. Honey, was there. You know, from Matilda, because that was the actress that played Miss Honey and Matilda. That's true. Um, She's also Little Miss from Bicentennial Man. You know, so you got she is Little Miss. You got Miss Honey. You know what I mean? Like she waiting for you, curly haired mm-hmm. up. She like, what's up? And you like, I'm gonna go home to where I might go to jail. 
<laughs> okay. I'm you just saying. Real ugly. How did she survive? He stabbed her in the gut with a spear and flipped her over the edge, and she came back to life. And nobody else came back to life like that. Everybody else died. How she survived? He pierced her. He's magic. We just discussed this. He's... Stop it. Stop it. He's he's a no. superhero. He sort of no. stabbed her between her organs. Like there was no, there was no. But I do like I know we're gonna to get to the 2013 one, but I do like in the 2013 one they elaborated more on some of the things that like okay, let's put some rules to this. Because if you really go back to the first one, there ain't no rules. The only rule you got is to disembody them, but they added more layers in the 23rd one, mm-hmm. 2013 one. Mm-hmm. And I actually like that. I was like, okay, let's add a little levity to the lore. I like having like a world building for lore as well. Because a lot of people, like, they'll be like, it's a prophecy. And then like, forget that they had a prophecy. It's like, yeah. can we, can we? And so in 2013 one, they kind of like, they kind of gave you more in the book. They gave you more in the, was it like the, the Necronomicon or whatever it's called? Necronomicon. Which does, of course, then give it a Lovecraftian like approach to some degree that mm-hmm. these creatures are somewhat related to yeah. Lovecraft in some Cabin way. Cabin in the Woods vibes yeah. for 2013, for the 2013 one. But yeah. I think that was post Cabin in the Woods too. So they might have been just yeah. kind of, you know. I don't know. Any cabin in the woods reminds me of Evil Dead at this point. So, um, all right. So we're going to move into Army of Darkness. But before we do that, we do have Biggie's the pre-review that we do want to get to. So we're going to go ahead and move over to the pre-review. And we will be right back. The pre-review with Blind Biggie. The pre-review with Blind Biggie. Hello, I'm Blind Biggie. Welcome to the pre-review. This episode is for October 24th through 30th, 2022. The pre-review is where I tell you about upcoming movies at the theater and beyond. First up on October 26th is The Good Nurse. This crime drama stars Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne. Nurse Amy Loughran is shocked when Charlie Cullen, one of her colleagues, is found responsible for the murder of dozens of patients over a period of 16 years across two states and nine hospitals without being charged. Eddie Redmayne is definitely creepy AF in this trailer and I can't wait to see this movie. The Good Nurse premieres on Netflix October 26th. Next up is All Quiet on the Western Front. This movie stars Daniel Bruhl, who you may remember from the series Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Captain America Civil War. And this also stars Felix Kammerer. When 17-year-old Paul joins the Western Front in World War I, his initial excitement is soon shattered by the grim reality of life in the trenches. This movie explores the travesties and hardships of World War I. And this is a German-speaking film, so be prepared to read some subtitles. All Quiet on the Western Front premieres on Netflix October 28th. Armageddon Time is a historical drama starring Jeremy Strong, Anne Hathaway, and Anthony Hopkins. A coming-of-age story about the strength of family and the generational pursuit of the American dream. You can see some fantastic performances in this, especially by Jalen Webb and Michael Banks. Both young men have bright futures ahead of them. This movie is written and directed by James Gray and hits theaters October 28th. Next up is Call Jane. This drama comedy is set in 1968 and stars Elizabeth Banks, Wunbi Masaku, 
and Sigourney Weaver. A housewife is overjoyed with the news of her pregnancy until she learns it poses a threat to her own life. She has nowhere to turn until she meets an underground group of women who risk everything to provide people like her with a choice. This movie is inspired by true events and it looks like we're going to see great performances from everyone involved. Call Jane premieres in theaters October 28th. The Lair is an action horror movie premiering October 28th. When Royal Air Force pilot Lieutenant Kate Sinclair is shot down over Afghanistan, she finds refuge in an abandoned underground bunker where deadly man-made biological weapons, half human, half alien, are awakened. This is from Neil Marshall, the director of The Descent, so you know it's going to be creepy. This movie has some intense action horror. It's actually a little reminiscent of Aliens, and it looks dark and brutal. The Lair premieres in theaters and video on demand, October 28th. Next on Apple TV Plus is Louis Armstrong's Black and Blues. This documentary honors the musician's legacy as a founding father of jazz. The film shows how Armstrong's life spans the shift from the Civil War to the Civil Rights Movement and how he became a lightning rod figure in that turbulent era. This documentary has old photos and footage of Louis Armstrong. This also shows how he maintained his dignity in a turbulent time and how he had the respect of millions of fans. Louis Armstrong's Black and Blues premieres on Apple TV Plus October 28th. Also on October 28th is Run Sweetheart Run and this horror thriller looks intense. After what begins as dinner with a client, a single mom finds herself hunted by a monstrous and seemingly unstoppable assailant. This movie stars Ella Belinska, Palu Azbek, and Clark Gregg. And this is produced by Bloomhouse, so you know it's going to be good. This looks like we're going to see some great over-the-top action and some brutal bloody violence. Run Sweetheart Run premieres on Amazon Prime Video October 28th. Also on the 28th is Pray for the Devil. This horror thriller stars Jacqueline Byers and Kristen Navarro. The Roman Catholic Church combats a global rise in demonic possessions by reopening schools to train priests to perform exorcisms. Although nuns are forbidden to perform this ritual, a professor recognizes Sister Anne's gifts and agrees to train her. Thrust into the spiritual front line, she soon finds herself in a battle for the soul of a young girl who's possessed by the same demon that tormented her own mother years earlier. The special effects in this look disturbing. It looks like we're in for some great jump scares and some grotesque imagery. Pray for the Devil premieres in movie theaters October 28th. Next up is A24's romance drama, Stars at Noon. This movie stars Margaret Qualley, Joe Alwyn, and Robert Pattinson. A young American journalist stranded in present-day Nicaragua seduces an enigmatic Englishman who seems like her best chance of escape. She soon realizes, though, that their torrid affair has only put her in more danger. This looks like it has some great romantic drama and some scenes of intense espionage. Looking forward to this one. We're going to have some great performances for sure. Stars at Noon premieres on Hulu, October 28th. Last on my list is Wendell and Wilde. The two devious demon brothers, Wendell and Wilde, have to face their archenemy with the help of the nun's sister, Helly, 
who is notorious for expelling demons. However, the brothers are not only plagued by her, but also her altar boys. This movie stars Jordan Peele, Keegan-Michael Key, Tamara Smart, Lyric Ross, James Hong, Ramona Young, Ving Rhames, Sam Zalea, Angela Bassett, and many more. This movie is directed by Henry Selleck, who directed Coraline and The Nightmare Before Christmas, amongst others. This movie looks visually stunning, and I just can't wait for this Halloween treat. Wendelin Wilde premieres on Netflix October 28th. That wraps up the pre-review for this week. Hope to see you out there. And we are back from the pre-review. And thank you, Biggie, for always having a great look ahead of what the movies that will be coming out over the next week, both in streaming and in theaters. And I do have, uh, I am going to watch that Wendell and Wild uh, here on Monday, just after oh, it yeah. hits theaters. Uh, I got myself a, a pre-screening of that, so I'm very excited about that. Um, so I'll tell you guys about that before it hits Netflix. Um, look for my TikTok. And always follow us all on TikTok and all the other uh, social medias across the board, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, so we are halfway through the Evil Dead takeover. We are about to hit Army of Darkness, although it's impossible to talk about these movies as one individual film. Oops. And we are going to move over here and talk about Army of Darkness. So the only person in this group that hadn't seen Army of Darkness was Lala. Oh. Uh, so we're going to now get Lala's uh, initial take on the Army of Darkness and Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness, if you will. Yes. Um, okay, so uh, my initial take was what do they have me watching? That was my initial You're take. Welcome. What? <laughs> <laughs> what do they have me watching? Um, like I said before, the sympathy for Ash is real heavy in this one because I'm just, I'm just like, not only did you finally, like, you kill the thing, then you get sucked into a portal to the medieval times. They think you're a spy or, you know, on another on another person's yeah. team. Like, mm -hmm. right after you killed the things that probably has been killing them. And it's, it's, it's just so much. But it was just, sometimes the, the writing in these, in these films are so funny to me. And, like, dialogue is so funny to me. Um... Because when he grabs that girl and he goes, give me some sugar, baby. Give me some sugar, baby. <laughs> that is so That's the ash that hilarious. we all know. Right? You know what I mean? Like, like That that's... is so funny to me. But see, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that I was able to watch it as a progression. Like, I saw where it started, where, yeah. it, where, where yeah. it's going. So, like, I, it kind of really feels like a Doctor Who type of character. Because he, like, <laughs> it's like he starts off one way and then he, he just keeps morphing into this, to this yeah. same person. But he ain't, you know what I mean? And like that's very Doctor Who. Like you're the same person, but it ain't the same person. And so mm -hmm. like, you know, every movie for me, Ash was regenerated into like a different version of himself. And so like by the time you get to Army of Darkness, he's so fed up with what he's been put through. Because honestly, it's like a John Wick film too. I'm just calling out all stuff, all pop culture. It's kind of like John Wick, because you know, John Wick all takes place within a matter of like weeks or months something like that so like they're all back to back to back like so john does oh, not get yeah. the time to mm -hmm. breathe ash does not get the time to breathe anytime no, totally. he gets the time to breathe something yanks him this way that way and <clears throat> this film just adds even more onto it because not only do he got to worry about the deadites then because he could remember the three little words that he had to remember now he got to deal with the army <laughs> of darkness <laughs> and then it's like he had such but here's the thing, i love that part of the movie because he's a bit 
of a dick to these people when he shows up. And I'm not saying that he's <laughs> not right to be, but he's kind of still not right to like he's right to be, but he's not right to be. Right. So like, like so like you you did this to yourself. The dude was trying to get you to repeat it more and more than you can remember. Like, like, I got your damn words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Then you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, the words, and you're like, well, that's you know, just the arrogance that Narada, we know about him, right? Whatever, and you're these like, these people are like primates. <laughs> can all all the words, like, all the words he uses, like he's like yeah. ah, it's an N word. Yeah. It's it's an... he just couldn't figure it out. So like his own his own like hubris kind of like led him down this path, like of him. But it's again, it's like this is a person y'all putting your hopes and dreams on. And he's like a he's like an oaf. He's like an oaf. He's like stumbling his way through this thing. He does not know. I really feel like it's not until we see like older ass, even though I'm sure he's still comical. I'm sure he's still like goofy, but I feel like he's still like he probably is in more control. Like he kind of knows a, a little. Nope, Cindy <laughs> didn't learn. No, it's worse. So, so to me, so like that's crazy to me to not to not have that, that type of progression with the character. Because uh-huh. I mean, if you look at Kung Fu Panda, he's been goofy and kind of slow. He's been, all three movies. The bro don't like stairs. But his fighting improves. <laughs> All three movies, he don't like stairs, but his fighting improves. I kind of want that for Ash. I'm Ash is the exact opposite. Happen. He starts out extremely I... serious, less serious, even less serious. Oh, and in the series, he yeah. is far gone. Like, oh no, I was. It's I had ridiculous, titles, but it's fantastic. But it's it's great. I'm still, I'm still gonna partake because I'm in this world now. I'm like, I'm, you know, I blame you all for this. You too, Tyler. You're in this too. <laughs> um, I blame you all for this. And so I'm going I'm to watch the rest of the things, but I thought Army of Darkness, honestly, out of the first two films was a better film because you could tell it's a better production. It's more, you know, it's, it's, they got a little bit more budget. Oh yeah. Like, um, yeah. You can, hands, you can, you can just out, that scene, like, yeah. just that first scene with the, with the coming out of the well, I was like, oh, they got a nice little budget on this film. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fake blood that y'all put, y'all put <laughs> yeah. out of this thing. And in this one, just man. Sam Raimi has a thing so with good. his with his makeup effects, like when he has like his 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 deadites when they turn or like when they start to turning, everybody looks like they're being punctured, like like there's like puncture holes, like very mm-hmm. like everywhere. Um, this even in this film it was like better. It was like more. It was better done. Like you could tell that it was like, um, mm-hmm. um, like the latex was like a little thinner, which mm-hmm. worked better on those faces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could just tell a little bit more work went into it. You could just tell like um, there were more people on set. <laughs> You could just tell yeah, there were more a, people on set. It's a much bigger production. Yeah, much bigger down, production. I mean. And you can see it. And you can just see it. Like you can see it in lighting. Because if you go back to the mm-hmm. first one, when Ash was in the basement looking for Scotty, I was like, oh, they just put a light behind that box. Oh, man. Me. I know. I was thinking about that. All that stuff. It was like when they're in the car, you cannot see mm-hmm. any of the background. Like no. there's just black. And it's just yeah. like and it's normally like, there would oh, be, no. there'd be something there to like kind of yeah. like cut. You know, so you can show some depth that they're outside and everything. You know, yeah, even though it's like a fake moonlight or whatever, it's still they had the, the Game of Thrones DP for the the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you can you can just see the difference, like because like in the first one, it was like it was very dark. It wasn't yeah. a lot of light. Um, yeah. It was, and then it was like light in the lantern. You had. I was like, yes, just fake that lantern up, guys. Like, man, you, like, make that like, light. Make it, right, give light, it like a, right. a better <laughs> shadow, a better. And then I was just like, so like you could see, like, from the first one to the third one, yeah. that like lighting is different. Cause like, even in the first one, you could tell like certain when certain scenes would happen and it'll be like bright and they would have to turn, it'll be dark. And you're like, mm, that lighting yeah, doesn't match. So like, in this one, it was good. like things fit, you know what I mean? So it was, yeah. it felt more cinematic more it's, it felt too. more cinematic it didn't mm-hmm. feel as like as like backyard 
recording as right. like yes. the first well, as like the first two kind of did. So I, I could get into this one a little bit more. I felt like I felt like I understand why this was some people's first go into yeah. Yeah. um like Army of Darkness because it felt like something that I would have grown up on, even though I didn't, even though it came out in a time where I could, because I've watched other movies that came out on like 92 and stuff yeah. like that. But like, mm-hmm. I didn't, this just like, I just didn't see this one, but like, this felt like, oh, yeah, 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 this is my time. This is, this, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, this belongs, this is home. You know, this this felt yeah. like home. And then when you get to the 2013 one, you're like, okay, you guys tried some stuff. Okay. Right. Brian, well, what, the, what's your initial take? One of the things about this one was that because you, Universal didn't like just they weren't just a distributor on it, they actually like financed this one, mm. which was a big difference. So they had like a lot of like that universal money, you know, to go through. That and universal like, money. Which is crazy. Like I, I mentioned earlier, you can see like if you watch Evil Dead 2 and that the very end of Evil Dead 2 to this one, you're like, the armor is completely different just on the you know, yeah. on the knights and everything. It actually has like sigils and various things engraved yeah, exactly. into it, like, right? There's right. a lot more detail work, you know. Um, it didn't look like they bought it, you know. It, like <laughs> yeah, the second one, it looks like they raided a museum and just took what they could get their hands <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they still try. So, when did you like, see this the first time, Brian? Oh man, like uh, I saw it in the '90s, so I was I was probably in high school when I saw this. You know, this came out in 92, um, so it was probably, like, a few years after it came out. Um, I remember seeing it in the 90s, but then I've seen it, like, multiple times. It was just, I immediately loved this movie, you know. Um, and, uh, but, like, had no recollection or, or, like, no idea that the other Evil Dead films existed until years after I'd seen this one. Um, Thanks, Universal. Yeah, and just, and, like, like I, I was already familiar with, Bruce Campbell because of Briscoe County Jr. and everything. And um, so I think I actually watched Briscoe County Jr. before I even saw this. So it might have been how I got into Army of Darkness. But um, yeah, just <laughs> I just love everything about this movie. It's, even just rewatching it because it's been a while since I've seen it. So I rewatched it. I got the the 4K steelbook, oh, you know, which, which is, is beautiful. Awesome. It's like, yeah, the, the artwork on it's so great. And um, yeah, and it's still. And I was surprised how short this one was. It was like an hour and twenty something minutes. Like, like twenty six, I think it was. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super quick, and it's like efficient. Like they're just going through it. Like they're not wasting any time, and I love it. Um, I mean, there's even kind of like a like a little cabin scene too when he goes to the windmill. So like that whole thing. That's essentially like a cabin that he goes to yeah. where all that crazy stuff, <laughs> where the the little mini versions of him pop out, or the eyeball. Yeah, the eyeball oh, scene man, is so, so creepy. Yeah, and, like grows this other <laughs> version of him, and um, uh, yeah, no, I just, I, I just really, this thing is just, just a blast. Just the like over the top camera work, you know, like the the flips for no reason. There's like f- people, there's like multiple flips, <laughs> and this is for no reason. And the camera's like moving with them as they're flipping, like just over the top, and like it just yeah. fits too. You're just like. This was yeah. this is the film where he 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 picked up a lot of karate skills and then he taught the other people <laughs> yeah, how to fight. And yeah. I thought that was hilarious. I, I was like, not love, one teaching yeah, them how to fight with a spear. Like this the, is not your time. And the car they know? turned like they turned that car to like this medieval tank, you yes. know, with the giant windmill on the front. And they were like, <laughs> <laughs> 
they have like the cool camera work with that too with like just him shifting a gear it's just there was some really good um transition scenes too um there was some really good transition scenes too where he like um where like the guy picked up his uh picked up the chainsaw and then he like turned it and when it reflected into the light it transitioned to the sun and, and I was yeah. like okay Sam we're working yeah, on transition yeah. I know, man like yeah he's he got fancy. better and and the whole like too like when he like slow motion like jumps up to get to meet the chainsaw right was like uh, oh dumb. yeah yeah <laughs> well we oh, lost Lala oh no she'll be back i think it's just a connection issue tyler your initial take or when did you see it first and what was your impression or what was your impression uh, this time around the first time i watched it was in high school so we just watched it in film class i don't remember a whole lot oh, of it and really? then that's awesome. another time in colorado and then i watched it here for the third time nice. and it's all right even more awesome um i like to call it uh how did we get here the movie <laughs> I just don't know what's happening. Like as the movie went on, I'm like, what is even happening at this yeah. point? Um, but I realized like him having a budget, there's a lot of like things that he was like, maybe he saw Star Wars, right? He saw the the trash compactor pit and he's like, Yeah, I could do that better. Let me let me do my evil dead. <laughs> there was no that. spikes in there. What are they doing wrong? Right? Yeah, I'm gonna put some spikes in there. The windmill car, he's like Mad Max. I yeah, yeah. It. I'll do it even <laughs> It was a soul Mad Max car. Definitely. Yeah. And like, yeah, it just didn't, it, nothing needed to make sense for me. And if, even if he started questioning anything, they're on to the, like, exactly what you were saying, right? Like, it would, yeah. it would just move on. And it's just like, <laughs> totally. I don't have any time it's to like, make sense. Nope. Like, yeah, it yeah. didn't care. It didn't care. I do like that this movie has like a that kind of like the la the last layover, the Harryhausen style look. You know that that uh, oh, Jason yeah. and the Argonauts feel when he's Stop fighting some of the skeletons, or when the the, the like gargoyley things coming down, um, or just like harkens back to old style filmmaking. Um, which fits Sam Raimi perfectly because that's where he got all of his inspiration. Um, but this movie is beyond ridiculous. Like there's the, the the whole point is it's ridiculous. And if it if you mm. walked into this movie expecting a serious movie, you'd be sorely disappointed. Yeah. Um, if you were an Evil Dead fan and never saw Evil Dead two, and then this came out, you'd be like, "What? Oh my god! Did no, they totally? Do? Yeah, even the jump between yeah. Like I was talking to my girlfriend about this too. I was like, it really is like it doesn't feel like a horror film to me. Like it's like an action adventure comedy mm -hmm. you know with some like horror elements you know what i mean it has but, some horror tropes but not no, a ton sure. of them but yeah but yeah no you're so right like if you skipped evil dead 2 you'd be like how is this even connected <laughs> you'd walk <laughs> you'd out you'd be like this is crap book. right especially yeah. if you loved the first one you would hate this yeah. Yeah, yeah so well so that's what i thought i i heard that the army of darkness was super divisive at the time like was it as or were people like down for it like like automatically Hmm. Interesting. See, I've always just heard that yeah. Army of Darkness was everybody's favorite and that the other two were acquired taste. Um, right. And I think that they've yeah. aged the right the, the right way. I, I don't know. Yeah. The few people that I told that I was watching, because because people always ask me, like, so what are you watching for your podcast? What are you watching? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, we're watching the, the, the four Evil Dead films. And they're like, oh, I'm at Army of Darkness. <laughs> like, first, like, the yeah. first thing I hear, That's oh, I'm at Army of Darkness. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get there. And I had somebody <laughs> ask me, um, they were like, they were like, when you watch Army of Darkness, just just message me like what you think the key phrases, like the little, like the key, like, you know, his his catchphrases are. And so like I messaged him and I was like, I was like, give me some sugar, baby. He was like, that's it. And then he started like he started like doing yeah. some other ones from from the movie and I thought it was like funny. So I was like, Yup, that's your favorite. I think people are like I think because they lean even more into like the comedy and the slapstickiness, right. mm -hmm. I think that's why this is a lot of people's favorite. Because like 
I'm sorry. The things that he's been through doing throughout these movies, especially starting with the second one, um, when he took the the necklace and he used it to grab the book, I was like, "What are we doing?" I was like, "That." <laughs> I know, me too. I was like, "I was like, that's not gonna work. I guess that's what we're gonna do." I said, "That's fine." So I'm like, "Whatever." I'm like, "We're gonna move past that." And then we get to the third one, and he uses his belt to wrap around. I don't know how that <laughs> uh, belt yeah. stays. Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, I was like, he's like an Indiana like Jones, but a mm-hmm. but a goof. But a bigger goof because Indiana Jones yeah. is still a goof, but just a bigger goof. He just mm. did so many things in his film, like when he was fighting like the the head dead army guy, like the dead uh, general guy, and he was so. like, um, yes, yes, yeah. and he um he was like fighting him, and he did this weird flip in the air that he came. When back he did the two swords and was, thing, and then he flipped over. Yes, and, yeah, and yeah. I was just like, well, I was like, where did these? I was like, sir, yeah, you were just... you work at S Smart. Like, what are we doing? Like, what are you? <laughs> What is your extracurricular activity? Yeah, and not even in like the loading bay. Okay. He works in housewares. Like he doesn't. Yeah, even, no, literally. You know. So like, what are what are yeah. we doing, sir? But this one kind of ramped up the, the 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 funny and the and the slapstickiness yeah, and just the. He's so mean. Like it, there's this trope in the '90s. Well, actually, forever, and it's getting kind of better. But like mm-hmm. this is trope in the '90s of men being mean and then women being like oh, oh yeah but you don't want and then they're like mean and then they're like give and me I some sugar it. baby like, and yeah, yeah. it was so like, i think Raimi wanted to see the front of a romance novel right then like that's what that looked like to me <laughs> yeah. like the that was him making fun like, of them really even exactly exactly but did we see the 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 editing issue at the end where okay one she shouldn't have died continuity she should have died there's no way that she she survived the spear to the to the gut but when he picks <laughs> but like when she's on the ground her hair is like very like like puffy and like you know curly mm-hmm. and then when he picks her up her hair is wet it's like it's like somebody spritzed her and she was just like oh yeah she was turned like oh my god like i was just like okay <laughs> so speaking of the deadite captain the, the the evil ash that turns into the monster that fights him uh i don't know mm-hmm. if you guys know but uh that's actually bill mosley who's been in most of the rod Zo- rob zombie films he actually plays uh the lead in both uh devil's rejects and uh house of a thousand oh, corpses okay. um and so he kind of got his start early on with sam as well um Sam yeah. out here just lifting everybody's careers up. All right, oh, yeah. Sam. Yeah, yeah. Where you um, at, Sam? Lift mine up. <laughs> Come on, Sam. What's my turn? You gotta find. You gotta turn? find your own Sam. No, facts. You know, that, an upcoming Sam. I found you, Brian. I, found I was gonna Kyler. say, there's a guy right here. There's, there's a guy right over there. Come so on. when those guys make it, maybe they'll throw us in their movie for fun. Yeah. We'll see. Throw me a bone, guys. Throw me a bone. I'll be like, I'll be like Ted. I'll be like Ted Raimi in the in Army of Darkness. He's like, you can have my. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's also at the end as well. He plays at the very yeah, end. He, he plays yeah. the, the Honestly, other guy. I don't care what nobody says. Ted Raimi. He has not. He okay. He has not aged. As it doesn't well seem like he's aged. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's, no, totally. He looks the same, but he, you know, but you can tell he's he older. But he was so cute in like the nineties. Like, oh my god, like that nerdy <laughs> look, like the glasses, and just like he was so cute. So <laughs> when they when they when they when he was talking to him at the thing, I was like, look at Joxer, just so handsome. I'm like, why could I was like, Gabrielle, she's shady. She should have went for him, man. Sorry. No, it's yeah. you're you're nerding out. It's okay, and and I love it. he's so cute. I would love to yeah. meet him. I would actually Ted Raimi, Sam Raimi, um, Tim, um, Sean Gunn, 
James um, Gunn. James Gunn. Well, I met I met Sean Gunn. I took a picture with Sean Gunn. Nice. Met Sean Gunn. Um, but but you know, I would love to meet them. Like the Coens, I would love to meet them. Like I would love to meet the with, with the Wachowskis. I would just like I just want to pick everybody's brain. I think it's so I think it's so cool when you could do something with family like that. Because I don't have anybody in my family that likes that stuff. So like when I see like siblings making movies or writing things together or like they create something and they put their like Sean Gunn being every everything yeah. that my man does. You know what I mean? Like he, he yeah. he's he's in everything. He's and the like modern he day like, Ted Raimi. Like you know, in so he's the modern day yeah, like sure. literally he's a modern day Ted Raimi because like like who else could you get to play the stand in for Rocket? Well, and he walks brother. around on his yeah. like he walks around down, like yes. you know? I love it. Like it's just I just I just I you know because like like I said I don't have family that likes what I like so like I just I love seeing. Like siblings do things. I still love seeing family do things. So, well, I'm sure yeah. Ted on this movie was like, "I'm not getting in a suit, dude. You can put a oh, wig on sure. me. You can put he me in a like, jacket. That's fine. Do, we could do everything but this suit." And it right. makes you realize how much the technology has grown. Because even during like Marvel's time, like they switched up how Robert Downey Jr. is is in his suit right. so oh, totally. many times yeah, to the point where like, like bro just had like like yeah. shoulder pads on and they just CGI the rest of it. <laughs> yep. You know, to the point where and like. What was that? Um, Scarlett and Tom Holland—they both had to have like, like, like air pumped through theirs because their suits were so tight. It was hard to take them yeah. off. So they had to like get air pumped in to keep their body at a cool temperature. So like, hey man, if I was if I was Ted Raimi, you could fire me, bro. I'm not. <laughs> or I'm telling mom like, which one? You I'm want? telling mom. You I love role. I'm telling mom, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Meanwhile, Bruce Campbell's pouring like scalding hot water down his throat. <laughs> That scene, no, God. that is that amazing. Scene, I love when he sticks his face on the, the flat top, what? right? And he's like, they even yeah. stop and they show, like he even turns, the yeah, freaking, I know. Like, like, and they like show like, it to you, like cartoon style, and then takes his face off. And of course, he's fine uh, as to Lala's rule. He's just as gorgeous as he was before, you know? right? Okay, that that if not more, right. if not more, it may because he's because he's dirty, and I love a dirty man. So like even him being dirty. I was just like Aragorn all over again. I was like, oh, oh my god! So, that. but no, that that movie that it's oh my gosh, it's just it's so much. It's he said so you much. like hot chocolate, and you it's like what? <laughs> what and it and it kills saying? the thing, or at least it fakes it for a second. I'm like, but that didn't hurt. Yeah. Him again, uh, more proof that all. he's magic or a superhero at this yeah. point. Yeah. He can't he's, get hurt in at this point. He so he can't. No, but he feels yeah. pain. That's the worst. That's, That's true. The worst. I don't want none of that. If I gotta feel pain, right? The worst. No, yeah. There's. I mean, there's really no way to. <laughs> Basically, this is a movie that we can talk about how fun and silly it is, and we can do the one-liners. But to really dissect it as a film is difficult because it's so wildly ridiculous. Um, yeah. One of the things yeah. too is like Universal was totally on board for it. Like a huge, you know, production company like Universal been around for over hundred mm-hmm. years they saw something in it too like they were like it was yeah, different like, no, we love if, this if i'm being insanity. totally honest watching it i was like i see where a lot of these tropes come from i see where a lot of like i feel like he started some stuff i feel like he maybe picked from like a maybe something that kind of started but he kind of like made it a thing and made people kind of like pick it up but i can see why universal would be interested in this it's so different to see a horror like a horror comedy you kind of don't even see mm-hmm. that and like for me i didn't see that until freddy krueger 
You know what I'm saying? Right, For I've me, always thought he was funny too. Yeah. But he was hilarious. And, yeah. then, and then he just got more and more ridiculous as his films mm-hmm. kept coming out. But like he to me, go back to the original, he was funny to me. I thought he was maybe I'm sadistic, but he was I funny. Know, I that too. He was yeah. funny to me. So like long I just arms. think Universal was like the long arms, yeah. The long arms. Yes, are great. I just think Universal just didn't was like, this is different. Mm. This could be something. Right. And I'm yeah. happy they did because well, Bruce totally. and Sam had to walk so that Tucker and Dale could run, right? Like that's Oh, you know yeah. what? Yeah. You know what, Snitty? I sometimes I don't like you because you say what? stuff like that. <laughs> Tucker and Dale <laughs> is amazing. That's no, that's... it is. Tucker and Dale is a solid you know what? A lot of people on YouTube are reacting to that movie. Really? Yeah, that's oh, and I thought that was funny because I was like, I'm the real study did it first. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it was weird we were talking about in the mouth of madness at the first of this month and then all of a sudden i'm seeing yeah. it all over everywhere yeah. out of that, and i was like uh, weird yeah. that it's everywhere now hmm. i don't think it's because of us but there's still that you know you it think is. that in your mind okay it is, <laughs> it is. i'll just we're gonna run with it it is thank you. so thank you we get the credit we get the credit um speaking of credit there's somebody I, that i never shout out on this show that i probably should shout out more and that is aina who if you're not yeah. following her on everything she oh, totally. makes this show like happen in so many ways stuff. uh she yeah. makes some great clips and she puts the show up on the podcast uh, so that you sure guys can does. listen to it uh she's working behind the scenes all the time and you never get to see the hard work that she does other than you know here it is uh so anyway mm-hmm. that and blind biggie who does our pre-review and always has a lot of input and uh, is always active uh, with all of us anyway i just wanted to give them a shout out keys as well who does deserve as much of a shout out because yeah he's our voice guy speaking of which um he made all these great voices and i finally got them all connected so that they actually can show up and there's one that he did that is directly related to this movie and you guys won't hear it but the audience will glatu brada nikto I know it's terrible, but you can, you know, catch it on the playback or whatever. But he did a Klaatu Barada necktie, but it's the real one. So Um, and you're welcome, Hannah. You are you're absolutely welcome. Um, So uh, we have about 30 minutes left. So we have one more movie to cover. And this is the most serious, I think, of the of the four Mm -hmm. films. Uh, And this is Fetty Alvarez's directorial debut. Uh, Sam Raimi and Bruce and uh, Robert found Fetty from a YouTube short that he had done that was very yeah. successful and pulled him over to do this movie and basically gave him the reins and went, they went nuts with it and remade the original uh, mm-hmm. in a spirit of what basically would have been what Sam and Bruce and, and the guys mm-hmm. would have wanted the original to be the kind of gritty, raw yeah. nature. And uh, this movie has mixed reviews. Some people love it and some people hate it and i don't think there's really much of anybody in between um yeah it's either perfect or terrible um so why don't i give my take i haven't done that yet and i'll give my initial take so ash mm-hmm. at, my wife batsy and i went and saw this in the theater um we actually got to see bruce campbell yeah. for uh this at comic-con he was doing the tour during that year and so we went to see him at comic-con to talk about and promote this film and we got our picture taken with him and everything which is that's us right there with him anyway mm-hmm. um 
and it was and it was great. Uh, it was exactly what I wanted it to be because I didn't have any expectations other than this better be as raw and real as it can be. But it still lends itself to some of the tropes. Tyler and I were talking about this a little bit before the show. There are some fantastic, even Evil Dead 2 style tropes in there where they're using duct tape yeah. in situations they shouldn't be using it in. Uh, and it's it's uh, it was a lot. Not everybody that we talked to afterward liked it, but I, I thought it was the right amount of gore um, yeah. for, for this film. So, Brian, go ahead. What was your initial take on this one? Man, um so I saw this one recently, um, not too long ago, probably within maybe a few months ago and, um, for the first time. And it was one of those things where I'd already, you kind of walking into it, knowing the mixed feelings about it. So I was kind of trying to walk into it, you know, pretty open-minded. Um, and what's funny is like, I hadn't seen, you know, the first two actually evil dead films so um just have an army of darkness in there but also knowing sam raimi's style and camera work you know so i like went into it pretty pretty blind um yeah and, and like i loved it i loved that it was like a pretty serious take i loved like the brutal some stuff that i mean like when she rips her own hand off like oh man that was yeah. tough wow but and she was incredible at it too uh also like i love the fact that they're trying to like work in her addiction mm -hmm. into this film and that there was this element of like these friends trying to come together to be with her and and when she's starting to turn you know there's this whole like oh they're just like it's her it's, it's oh, her detox exactly yeah, yeah like yeah. she's like man like it's oh like my well, God, look like, at her really eyes bro yeah <laughs> i know like what was she using before like no but, literally um but yeah i really liked and i loved like the little homages to sam raimi's mm -hmm. stuff you know it was really great it wasn't like over mm -hmm. the top it was like just enough just a little like nod and it was great um yeah really really loved it Tyler. Yeah, it's crazy how like it's crazy how like somehow that movie manages to respect the other. Like they they honor it pretty well, I think, yeah. even if people felt divided about it. I thought no, it was totally. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um I enjoyed that it was different from the other ones. I don't know if I would have liked to see a modern day camp version because I don't know if they would have pulled it off quite the same. Um mm -hmm. but yeah. yeah, I love that it was hardcore. That um that homage but there had to be like a lot of blood and i i always think of that final scene when when there's raining blood and it's just like a mm -hmm. ton of it i was like how did i don't know i didn't look it up but i'm assuming it's a mix of like cgi and stuff but it also looked like right. they were on it's not set, cgi right? is it real yeah well, i'll, I'll get into some of that but this movie has some pretty cool things about it because they avoided most yeah. cgi um but yeah anything that. else um, that you remember initially tyler so I'm not I'm not a super fan of like the 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 you know the white girl is um, her problem is drugs like she can't mm. that's like her only thing right like what else right. can she really oh, be like oh that's so well, true but that's what I mean but like 
I would say like Hellraiser didn't do it as well for me, the new one. This movie, like it mm-hmm. because it's like shorter too, because this movie's only an hour, like less than an hour and a half. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, gets like an going, hour thirty-six, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets going pretty quickly. Um, and like you said, like you could tell it's almost it was almost kind of like funny at some points. And like, how can you not tell that there's something clearly like it's not drugs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, like the amount of blood like, coming out of her mouth <laughs> might have been a... I was yeah. I was happy when her friend died. No offense. She was only she was only girl of color, but yeah. I was like, kill her because she just she <laughs> she she mad arrogant right now. It's like, okay, we get it. You done been through this with me a couple times, but that don't mean you understand. And you right. just like <laughs> it's like the cubers of a doctor. Like, girl, if you don't uh-huh. stop the press, like yeah, I was just like when she died, I was like, it was time for her to go. I mean, she got it though. She got thrown up on. No, she she did. Like, <laughs> she got, I was like, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Law, you watched but, three campy movies and then you watched this. <laughs> Mm, yeah yeah and to me this still felt kind of campy even though it had like a lot of like it's because it was just like the gratuitous nature of like all the blood and stuff like that that, that felt very campy to me i was like well this ain't realistic but you know we're gonna keep going um but i do like you know kind of pretty, pretty much just mimicking what brian and, and tyler said like i i did like the fact that it was kind of like a little bit more grounded it kind of came from like a, a more of like a, a um the fact that it's, it's centered around jane levy to me is a great actress so i was excited mm-hmm. to see her yeah. in this film to see what she would yeah. do i think she's an actress that really doesn't get enough credit and agreed like she's she's had two tv shows that she starred in that had like yeah great they were great shows that just got canceled before the time I suburgatory got is brilliant suburgatory is amazing love that show love that show well, and, like talk about the range too and then she does like this show that's like basically a musical musical you know like you know what i mean like it's so crazy yeah it's like come on come and on, she guys. was on shameless yeah. season one and they replaced her which i she thought was, was and they replaced her yeah. but i didn't think but no because i think she got suburgatory around that time like i also think that she didn't character. want to become the character that that character becomes which is much more aggressive i don't, and and, I don't it is and i yeah. don't blame her for that like yeah. let's just move on you know she's very like if zoe deschanel had a little sister like that's, <laughs> that's what she is um yeah. But like I loved her in this. Um, um, I honestly thought I don't I don't know how I felt about the brother sister angle. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't feel it. In the audition, I was like, y'all should just make the boyfriend a girlfriend. Like maybe that was a because this is what I thought it was. I thought like I thought that he was somebody that wasn't around the, the friends for a long time, and then like he came back with a girlfriend, and then like his ex was there too because she's still friends with them. Like. I thought that's what that was. Mm-hmm. And they were like, and she was like, he was like, she was, he he said something like, well, you're my sister. And I was like, what? Okay. Mm-hmm. If that's what he also made do. a weird comment too. He was like, yeah, you look beautiful or something. And I was like, what? Yeah, he was, and she was I'm like, he, he's like, he's like, oh, you're always beautiful. And then she's like, oh, you're always, I was just like, me and my brother don't talk to you like that. But okay, right. cool. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I wonder if that's, ugly, but that okay. was just to give them history maybe yeah with, right with each other just like a little just a little background he hasn't deal, dealt with little... it for a long time with her but i just didn't i just didn't feel the brother no totally yeah I mean, like this... there's definitely some elements there where you're just like i was just like are you brother and sister <laughs> why couldn't you just yeah. be a friend you grew up with and we just have a close bond yeah. or something i don't yeah. know it was just it was just like kind of weird but i do like that that they really tried to get into like more of a story with the um with the uh neck neck was it necronomicon or whatever the mm-hmm. book is like mm-hmm. i love that they got like we saw pages like we and they were like kind of translated now in a way they actually look like harley quinn like musings honestly mm-hmm. like how there's like pictures and then it's like drawings over it like don't mm-hmm. like that i don't like in like red and everything it looks very harley mm-hmm. quinn-ish um 
but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, that they really tried to go in on the horror. I enjoyed that they really they took a lot of the the aspects of the first film and then modernized it to kind of like give you like that feel. But for me, because it was so so related to the first one, I was just like, I'm excited to see where it goes because I knew. I knew it was going to happen, except I thought Ash would be more in it. I didn't know he wasn't in it because I didn't look it up. Mm -hmm. I didn't look up like who was in it, oh, and yeah. what this stuff was. I was just like, let me just see. Like, so the <laughs> fact that I didn't see him in it, I was just like, and he comes in now. No, okay. <laughs> Somebody and, died, yeah. and he. And no, nope. yeah. all right. Like I, I kept waiting for him to come in and be like, mm -hmm. "This is what you got to do." Like I wanted him to be like that mentor. Or he's like making an S well, smart delivery. The brother yeah. is wearing you know, Ash's blue shirt. If you yeah, notice, you know? which is like they already um, had that going. But they did, but they did a couple of red herrings. Like you have the brother mm -hmm. in the shirt, and then he starts. Everybody starts dying, and he starts to survive. And I'm like, okay, so he's the Ash, right? And then, right. and then the girl cut her own hand off. Because the girl was like, don't do it. And she cut her own hand. I was like, oh, no, no. Okay. I was like, okay, okay, switch it up. I was like, she's the Ash. And they was like, nah, baby girl, we going to bury this chick, bring her back. She the Ash. Yeah. Right. She <laughs> but gonna, she'll have the same she superpowers because she's been buried and came back to life. She's been and, buried and right, came right. back to life. So, like, she lost her hand on my cast. And then she jammed it into the into the thing. I love that. She pulled it. That's so And great. I was just like, it's just so funny that, like, these, these this demon, these demons, however many it is, they're so annoying that these like quiet characters become so annoyed that they're like, I'm about to murder yeah, I'm all of y'all. Like, yeah. That's essentially what <laughs> her and Ash became. Cause she was just like, I'm tired of this shit. And she just ripped yeah. her arm off. Mm -hmm. And then and then still at the had to scream for a minute though. Writing. Oh my God. Yeah. But I love that though. Cause it's real. Like she I mean, yeah, her hand off. Like brutal. I love that. But my my favorite part was that she was just like, it rained blood. She killed the old girl, like she sliced her up. It, that and it was so it was so long. That scene was long. I was like, all right, wrap it up, slice her in half, wrap it up, please. And then when it stopped raining and she's like looking around, she just puts her stub under her arm like this, yeah, and just, just stands there. Mm -hmm. I would have passed out. She should have passed out. <laughs> you she probably passed out. out. Yeah, like you shock, like yeah. Like, because what I thought she was gonna do was would have been like some something like a, like a, like a badass moment. I thought she was gonna go to the fire and put her stuff in the fire, cauterize yeah. like, <laughs> it. Because I'm like, you're already there. No, but she was just holding it with her armpit. Like, yeah, she, she was just holding her armpit. You know, so she was like, but I did not expect that. But yeah, but I thought this was good. I thought it was really good. I honestly, if they made, they have another one coming out in 2023 called Evil Dead Rises. Yeah. Um. I, but I personally, because it's not a continuation, I don't think it's a. They said it's not a continuation. Every everybody's behind it, but it's not a continuation. It's like a. It's just right. like another chapter in this in this like storytelling. Mm. But I would have really liked if like her and Ash had met up somewhere in yeah. a sequel. In a sequel, because this would have been her like origin story. We have his origin stories. I'm with yeah. you, right? We and they would have came together. And then like. Let me let me add some like seventh heaven drama to it. Maybe <laughs> you know. Let me add some seventh heaven drama to it. Maybe it's a child of his that he didn't know he had. <laughs> All right. Because at this uh -huh. point, Ash is going around the world just like killing stuff and protecting people and those kind of stuff. Maybe mm. it's a kid he didn't know he had. Like maybe you could have dropped them seeds in in this movie. Yeah. And then when they had their when they had the the, the, the trilogy, they met up. She's it would have been on, it would have been on some cocoa type stuff where you ain't know that that was your grandfather. You feel me? Like yeah. you didn't know that was your daddy. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
So let's, let's go to the, the special effects for just a minute. So even the beginning, which I think they did a good job of turning it on its head, too, because you think these weird, you know, country people are stealing this girl out of the woods. And it mm -hmm. turns out that she's the evil dead. Um, that they scene, that real well. they did. All the fire on her was actual fire that they filmed and then CGI'd onto her. So it's actually real flames. Yeah. And a lot of the movie has a lot of that. The rain at the end is that Tyler brought up or that even Lala brought up is all real blood. And they use 70,000 gallons of that blood in order to That's film amazing. those scenes. Yeah. Wow. So like, you know, they're out there with the hose, you know, spraying down the yeah. whole set with this blood. And so that the pooling of it all over the place was legitimate pooling. Um, yeah. And so they used practical effects, but they just now they can do them so much better than they could in 81. And I think yeah. that's why Raimi was excited, you know, to just do this and say, oh, OK, yeah. let's try this yeah. again, but get the hose out of the scene this time. I'm sure in a um, lot of ways it was it was like his vision, too, mm -hmm. you know, where he was seen, mm -hmm. but he was letting Fetty kind of just like, hey, go for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and plus, I just love that whole story of like Fetty Alvarez was kind of doing his thing like Sam was many many you know years and years ago he was just trying to do his thing and sam's able to like okay we see something in this kid this is what mm -hmm. i was doing except for now with the advent of youtube and the democratization of filmmaking let's like lift this this guy up you know what i mean and yeah, they made it incredible. And then we eventually got incredible Don't film. Breathe. Yeah. Don't breathe is <laughs> Which is a strange film. Jane, of course, comes back for that and, film. And don't and don't breathe too. You feel me? It's not a film. No. Which oh. is not Fetty Alvarez. Um, <laughs> but that's not, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Don't um, breathe is a prequel to the, the new Evil Dead, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird film. Um and for a whole other <laughs> a whole breathe. other night. It's good. Movie. It's good, but it's don't a breathe. very strange oh, film. Yeah. Don't breathe too. Lily Lily Collins was supposed to play Mia in this film. Really? Yeah, but then oh. she um but she dropped out and then Jane Levy uh replaced her. Oh. So yeah. So anybody who's ever played the lead in an Evil Dead film has said straight up that it's unlike anything else they've ever filmed because they put you through the ringer and Bruce kind of insisted in some ways that Jane get put through the same ringer that he was put through. Um, so, you know, it, it makes sense yeah, that she was just it. doused with blood. Uh, uh -huh. But she even started to have some of those same attributes once she came back from the dead, uh, where she like saw the gasoline and was able to just, you know, knock it down into her hands and like yeah. get on it. And um, she was great with a chainsaw, you know, even though she may yeah. have never had one being a city girl um yeah. oh also diablo cody helped write this because the two uh, because okay. the two guys writing it are english isn't their first language they brought her in to kind of like oh, doctor crazy. it to help them translate oh. stuff into like english hmm. translations hmm. so yeah i like it Sweet. fun facts <laughs> I'm gonna miss a Marvelite. Fun fact. Let me take all so, <laughs> I do like that it is likely a sequel instead of a, a reboot because yeah. it takes place yeah. now, or I guess in 2013. You can tell other people have screwed around with the book. Right. You can tell mm -hmm. the book has been written in by other people since it's you know it's been around. Mm -hmm. It can't be burned, so it's obviously mm -hmm. still around. And it it's definitely I don't know. Like, like I said, I love that they taped the guy up with duct tape. I said that already, but I just, I laughed so hard during that. I'm like, oh, that is totally an homage Listen, the, to Evil Dead 2. The moment he took that out, I was like, you shouldn't have did that. You should have left it in and then put tape around it to stabilize it because he probably could have moved better. 
then losing now, all that blood. He was losing. <laughs> can we all agree that, that Eric is just a total dick and an asshole? Like, what a total turd. He's a dick from the moment we see him. He doesn't heed the warnings of this book. He plays the absolute most arrogant white character you can possibly play. <laughs> yes. Because he's like, I'm a white guy. I can read this and it's not going to have any problems. Like, My it just felt that way. You it's know? It's wrapped in plastic, black plastic, so you can't see through it, for one. Right. Then it's wrapped in barbed wire. Surrounded yeah. by dead cats. And you, surrounded by dead cats, which somebody was obviously trying to make it so you did not even want to walk in here. Mm-hmm. But they just cleaned it up, you know, like it was book. no big deal. But you were just like, you were just like, I've got I to know. <laughs> and just like, yeah. could it, could and, it and then on top of that, he, he, does, he does a thing where he's like, you don't understand. We have to kill. I'm like, dude, this whole thing is your fault. Right. <laughs> what are you talking about? His, his whole yeah. fault because the book literally told him, don't read these words out loud. Also, don't even write them down. Don't even write them down. Right. And he went and MacGyvered it with a yeah. pencil. And I'm just yeah. like, bruh. And then it's like, okay, even if you wanted to do that, why would you say it out loud? The book literally just told you not to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Or wouldn't you flip through the whole thing? Wouldn't you flip through the whole thing before you? Yeah, you'd like peruse the book first. He's a definition of people who walk up to your hands are all cut up. Walk up to a restaurant and you see all the signs and stuff, and they walk in, they ask all the questions that the signs just told you about. Oh my god! Oh my god! Those are I can't stand those people. I used to deal with those people all the time. But he was just so he was oh my god he was too much for me he was Mm -hmm. I was just like kill him but he gets his just due like the fact that he gets the nails in the arm and he gets stabbed in the eye with a freaking needle like you know that that was messed up yeah I was cracking up it was sad though the saddest part well not the saddest but one of the saddest parts was like at the end when he was just like oh hey I missed you man I was like oh my god he was like. He was like, you know, right, buddy? And, I, and he was just like, he just died. And he just gently laid him into the water. I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> this is a Viking burial. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Just set him yep. on fire set now. Set him on like, fire, <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> or like, but if that, he was your friend, why'd you put him in the basement like that? Like, what did yeah. you take no, him out? <laughs> no, no, literally, like, bury him. Because my thing was this, with the power of this magic of this movie, couldn't he have just buried him? And he would have came back to life because yeah. the girl got stabbed in Army of Darkness and just came back to life after everything was done. I was just it's like, true. all right. No, I think the part when his girlfriend climbs into his lap saying, why does my face hurt? And she's got nails stick. That part got to me. Oh, I was like, God. oh, yeah. this poor girl. She's just coming yeah. along for the weekend to a cabin in the wood. You know, hey, you want to go with my, you know, with me to help my sister get over drugs? You know, sure. Now I'm cutting my arm off and well, dying now, from nails honestly, in the face. I you know? always feel mm-hmm. bad for secondary characters like that. Because it's like, I just came, I just came for a time. I just, yeah. I, I ain't come <laughs> to die. I'm not just trying to be die. a good person and just trying to be a good yeah. person, support my boyfriend with his what sister. If, and, uh, what if she had I said no? And they would only had four characters. We would have never gotten the spirit at the end. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yep, she had to die. Sorry, it just had to happen. No, no, no. she was, oh, totally. she was cannon fodder, man. She was set up to die. It's fine. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. But she died good though. That was a good depth to me. I mean, she's like the demon, like the demon letting her go just for her to be like to me, because that's more traumatizing. I like the that type of, of horror. element of horror because we could tell throughout these movies that the that the entity one has a sense of humor and then two is just like kind of like nuts in a way to the point where like it's kind of mm-hmm. sadistic. So in this one, it's a little sadistic. You almost made me kill this girl that I like, I love obviously, and then you you leave her and just for her to die on my lap. 
Yeah. Yeah, the demons were extra like sadistic in this one. Like they'll turn into like the mom and be like, "Hey, Mia." Like, bro, no. I was like, "This is messed up." Yeah. Yeah. No, and he started like. Good, when she started singing the, the the bedtime story that the mom sang, the first time she did it, I was like, she's gonna sing this when she's possessed. Like, I just knew she was. Yep. She's like, yeah. Because oh, yeah. he had a big problem with it when she was just singing it. I was like, this will come back. So oh, yeah. This movie does a great job, though, with those tropes, because there's a rule, as we know in film, if you show a gun, the gun has to get involved somehow. And, of course, yeah. they show the nail gun in the beginning. Then they show the saw, you know, the the meat saw mm-hmm. uh and you, you're just like yeah we know these are coming in into these and then know, they somehow. faked you out they faked you out with the chainsaw the first time because she right. saw the chainsaw then she went to got and then she got something else and i was like you clever mm-hmm. ducks you and yeah. then and then she ended up getting the chainsaw at the end she was like she went for the machete and then was like mm, yeah no no i'm mm-hmm. good we got this so that's all yeah listen when she was pouring that gas in and it was spilling everywhere i was like i'm gonna say this she that's played real. a believable scared <laughs> person in that yeah. moment when she crawled through like the muck and then she crawled up she played a believable scared person it was all in her face all in her eyes it wasn't too much it wasn't too little i was i didn't feel any fear but i was like yo she's afraid yeah. like, she's a she's afraid mm-hmm. it's like wow because no, when she yeah. was shaking putting that putting that gas i was like yeah, it wouldn't have been no gas in there messing with me like, <laughs> <laughs> like so should we rate? I think we should. I was going to say that. Sorry, I was dealing with something in the chat there. Uh, oh, no, you're fine, we had another one of those bots pop up. Um, so we're going to do, uh, Click let's see. Click the link. Click the link. <laughs> no, no links. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to do each movie one at a time. We'll start. Uh, we're just going to kind of go all around in a circle here. So Evil Dead, Brian. Evil Dead. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give it a six. Six out of ten. Yeah. All right, and you didn't watch it when you were twelve, so that means you no, you I wouldn't have. Uh, I watch this. When yeah, I was 12, yeah. But... How about you, Tyler? Uh, seven and a half. I'm a sucker for that first film like charm. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, nice. for sure. Lala. I'm in McBride six. I give it a six, six five. Six five just go. for the for the Bruce Campbell of it all, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a seven. I think that it is uh cutting edge in a lot of ways, no pun intended. Um it's <laughs> he definitely broke ground and defined his career with that film. Mm-hmm. So I think it deserves mm-hmm. that kind of for an accolade. Uh let's move on to Evil Dead 2. I'm gonna go back the other way. La la. Um, Evil Dead 2, um, same movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna always say it. Pretty same bad. movie. Um, I'll give it a seven though because it's 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 a it's a mm-hmm. step up from the from the other one. So I'll give it a I'll give it a seven. Okay, Tyler. I'm gonna give it an eight because I smiled the whole time. The whole. <laughs> <laughs> solid, solid. And Brian. Yeah, it's a seven for me as well. Yeah. Okay. Step up. Uh, it's a 10 for me it is my absolute favorite horror comedy i i will rank that movie above all else i i love it and it used to be army of darkness i used to think army of darkness was the bees knees and then i don't know like five years ago i watched them both and went no no evil evil dead too yeah so that's me tyler army of darkness I'm gonna give it a nine. I really like. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. Army <laughs> Darkness is like if it's not on your top, man. Like it's good. it's so good. Like yeah. yeah. Fair, fair, fair. And yeah. Brian. Yeah, it's a nine. Yeah. Fair. I, just, I thought you I, were. I, oh, I mean, I've seen oh. it so many times, oh, and if it still makes me like, if I still get a kick out of it after this long, yeah. yeah it's, 
Yeah. Fair. No. Fair enough. Lala. Army of Darkness. Uh, Army of Darkness. I give it eight. I give it eight five. Eight five. Eight, five. All right. So yeah. so we could round it to a nine if we want to. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> if you feel froggy, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, for myself, <laughs> Army of Darkness, I will also give it a nine. I just don't think it's Evil Dead two, but it's definitely so solid and so fun. So, uh, and then now we're gonna do the 2013. Um, I'm gonna give that an eight. Uh, I think it is a solid horror film worth a rewatch. And if you want something gut wrenching and just over the top, it's it's definitely there for you. Tyler, what do you think? Evil Dead 2013. Solid ten, bro. It was the, the best. Ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it eight, like, because it doesn't do like it it doesn't do anything completely new for me but it executes it so well that right. it's like it's yeah all right all right lala Let's see that same i give it an eight i give it an eight because it because it be, because it's pretty much a rip a rip of the first one well first and second one because you know same movie um because it's a rip of that one they just they have a better the quality is better that's the only thing that's different the quality is better if sam raimi would have had that quality back then it would have just been the same thing so like I, i'll give it an eight so it's still it's still pretty good i give it eight brian yeah, it's an eight for me as well. Yeah, just really surprised me. Um, I like that it's different, but also honors, you know, the original yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. So all right, all right. Mm-hmm. It only gets an eight because of that ash ending at the end he turns <laughs> the camera. So you did get to see that. We didn't get to hear your take on yeah, that. Yeah, I watched it. I thought it was funny. I laughed too hard because it was just like he was just like groovy baby and he just turned to the side. I was just like, oh okay. Okay. But he's in it. Dude. Like they you can't yeah. claim Bruce, he's not in it. Bruce Campbell being Bruce Campbell is cool. Right. Yeah. Oh so I have a suggestion for the real students. Cause like I want y'all to kind of like get more into the show with us. Not to say you guys aren't, but I think there's more ways you guys can get involved. I think as like a side thing, you guys can kind of try try to guess our ratings Ooh. based on how we talk about the film oh. because biggie actually gave me <laughs> this be idea funny. because he was just like i just said he's going to give it a six in my head so if you guys know oh, that we're yeah, getting yeah, if you watch us enough you kind of know when we're getting towards the portion of like we're about to like rate the the, the the film or whatever so go through put all our names put the numbers that you think that we're going to do wait till we say them wait till everybody kind of goes through their things and then post it to see if you know, how close I like that. I like how that. close you got. I just think it's. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. You know, well, it's, it's because our scales it. are our own. There is the whole reason yeah, we do yeah. a scale yeah. is to give an idea, but there's no. It's all subjective. So this is you know yeah. when yeah, when yeah. Snidbits gives it yeah. a ten, it's because I give. But they a also lot of know us well enough. I feel like they know us well enough, just not for being on the real study, but also our own TikToks when we talk about sure. things. That they probably know us well enough to know like what's your ten, what's yeah, my ten, Bryce ten, Tyler's ten. So like they know where we will lean. So I just think that'd be fun. So just, I agree. You know, I'll bring it up. I'll bring it'll it up next fun. week. You know, and then we can just see how it goes. And just have yeah, fun. maybe like mention it like when we start. Yeah. Next time too, like hey, yeah. Like, yeah. I like it. Cool. So like next week, uh, I do want to bring trick or treat to the to the plate since it will be our Halloween episode, and we're going to kind of cap it off with some great Halloween movies. And so that's one of them. Uh, any other suggestions for like hardcore Halloween movies that you guys can think off the top of your head? Because the other one I had was The Monster Squad. If nobody's seen that, then I think oh, it's man. it's a must. <laughs> you haven't seen it. Oh, damn. I haven't seen. I know neither of them. Seen it. We got to do that. Okay, so those are two very like, very Halloween esque yeah. horror films. So if you guys can think of another one right now, or we can of course talk about this off camera. But I thought I'd get everybody's brain going that way. Um, yeah. But we're going to be back to three films, and um, those are two of them. 
Maybe cool. Krampus. I've always wanted to see it. Krampus is great because oh, it kind of lends right into the the holiday season. So that's holiday pretty season. great. Because yeah. it's, I've always wanted to see it's it, a so. horror Christmas horror movie. Um, Christmas yeah. horror, yeah. But Are yeah, we so wild at some point because I, I like just one stop motion like. Well, the other thing is, if you guys can make sure to catch it on Netflix on the 28th, we could make the other movie, Wendell and Wild, uh, because I'm definitely going to watch it uh, next week as well. Uh, but Krampus was just brought. Oh, we can always watch Krampus for Christmas. Krampus like, good, it's though. definitely a Christmas it movie. Matter. I'm just throwing so, stuff out there. I don't care. No, yeah, for sure. We're going to discuss that third film off camera yeah. for sure, because we haven't decided for sure. Um, but we, we definitely have the first two down. Otherwise, uh, this has been episode four of season two of the real study thank you for stopping by we appreciate all of you and have a great week peace out